Welcome back, everybody. Welcome for your first time. It is I, Ryan Westa, host of Neander Talk Podcast. This is my podcast, Neander Talk Podcast. Uh, if you're looking at, uh, on patreon.com slash Podcast, you can see my big fat head right now. I don't know what is going on with the camera, but it's got me big-headed, <laughs> big-headed astronaut. That's because your boy Wheezy gets ass a lot. Uh, today on the podcast... We've got a, a returning guest, Stephen Taylor, the very funny stand-up comic. Um, I was going over some videos from the past few months, and I came across and was editing the last time Stephen was on the podcast, and I was cracking up at it, and it was just remembering what a great time and conversation and how much fun I had with him last time, and so I wanted to run it back, do it again. We were both nursing some pretty hardcore hangovers for this, but don't worry, we still did some drinking. We took a trip down Bourbon Road. We went all the way out on to Kentucky. We had some Knob Creek, some Basil Hayden's, and some Jim Beam Black. Great time. I really enjoy him. He's very funny. If you guys get a chance to check his stuff out, look him up on you know social media. Steven Taylor, formerly Fat Steven on Instagram, and uh, you know, he's a funny dude, he's great, uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode, again, to support me and watch the video, and if you just want to kick me a dollar a month to support me because you like me, uh, patreon.com slash Podcast. it goes a really long way, and if you can't do that, tell a friend about the podcast, uh, spread the word a little bit, let's grow this thing, keep it going, I love doing it, uh, you guys seem to be enjoying this, so let's just keep on going. Uh, episode 100 and something. Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. We'll know topic is off limits. Now here's your host, Mind Daddy, and Voida Soul. Thank you for coming to the Inner Talk Podcast. Boom, talk, boom. In 3, 2, 1, holla at your boy, everybody. The Inner Talk Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Westa, with my guest, Stephen Taylor. Hello. Tyler, Taylor, what is it? It's either, it's whatever you want it to no, be. come on, what is it? It's usually Stephen Taylor, but anybody that brings me to stage calls me Stephen Tyler. It's hard not to because of the singer. Right, yeah. Somebody's told me I should change my name to Steph. Nah, then you're going to be like Steph Curry. It's a, that's a better name than Stephen Tyler right now. So, Steph Taylor? Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it. You're not a Steph. I don't like you're it either. You're way too big to be a Steph. I think it's... Yeah. Unless you're like tall and Swedish. I could do that. I could change You could uh, die, maybe change you could, my whole... European yeah. is the play right now. It is? Yeah, European big white dude, that's the move right now. Oh, yeah. Big dudes are in. That's all the rage, but only if they're European. That James Gordon guy. Ugh. Right? God. Right? What a, what a annoying... I can't believe... Do y'all know who Reggie Watts is? Yeah. Reggie Watts, the comedian, musician. Yeah, on he's the like, drums? Yeah, well, and, and, and keys and everything and loops. And he's like the dude in charge of James Corden's late night band. And it's like it's like the roots being with Jimmy Fallon. It's like they, they're way too cool for... I can't handle Jimmy Fallon either. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're not a good enough host to get... Okay, but the roots, for instance, uh, all-time classic band like mm -hmm. like legendary yeah but are they making that kind of money outside of uh outside of that gig 
Like it's just, isn't is it? Like, oh, they have to do. That's it's the a thing. sellout gig. I mean, Shh. but that's fine. Is that? I mean, what else are they gonna do? Banking. Also, it's a lot of people in that band. So I mean, like, and they rotate through. Like you know, good for them. Yeah, great on them. What I'm saying good for is selling out. You can't put it on Jimmy Fallon. It's like, dude, it, this. Oh yeah. That's like Colbert got John Batiste, and like that's cool. That's a good match. Colbert's like at least funny. Colbert's funny. Oh, I mean, Colbert, you can't beat the Colbert report. Colbert ain't been funny in a long time. Nah, he's still, like, think about all the other late night hosts you got. You got James Corden. None of them are funny. Right. So who's, like, the actual funny one? None of them. Oh, They dude. all suck. Oh, no, Colbert's still funny. Colbert, like, is still, I mean, dude, the Colbert report is, like, one of the best things to ever happen in TV. And just because the late night show format sucks. Like, the only person that does it well shit man the last one to do it was like letterman and craig ferguson yep ferguson did a great job with it that was such a different era it's such a different time right too. Like, now like, it what's sucks. the point of doing that like now the shows are on youtube yeah well now everything's on twitter like you can't do a monologue which was a traditional like late night thing you just look to these comedians to make fun of things imagine being that person there's because there still are people that sit down and watch the, I, the one i can't I will never, ever. I know comedy is subjective, one of the most subjective things out there. I get it. But I will never, ever get Jimmy Fallon. I will understand the people that think is funny. I don't think what I don't find. I don't know what they find funny in him. I don't understand a thing about it. I don't know how he is where he is. I don't understand it. <clears throat> I, I think uh, Jimmy Fallon is uh, charismatic and I think he was funny on snl sometimes and like you know he's just he's one of those people that it's fun to laugh at or laugh with but i i honestly i think late night sucks so badly to watch in general that like all he can do is sit there and fake laugh every night you know there's no way he's engaged in all the conversations there's no way it's like you don't think that's who he really is up there doing his thing you don't think he's really that i think I don't know. I think that's who he is, man. I think that's who you become after like doing it for that long. Okay. That makes sense too. I I don't think that that's like, I mean, dude, you look at like Colbert at the Colbert report or strangers with candy. You look at fucking. What do you mean with strangers with candy? Strangers with candy is like one of the best sitcoms. No, no, I know it, but how are you bringing it? Was he in that? Yeah. yeah, Oh, wow. Colbert was like one of the OGs. He was on the Dana Carvey show. Like, he's on, like, some really No, cool... I understand he used to be funny, but he's not funny anymore. Well, but what changed? So did he change, yeah. or it, did he go to this format that is impossible to be funny in? I think he changed. Uh, I mean, I think it. I think that... I think both of those go together. Like, I think yeah. you become this shitty format. I think that, like, yeah. it becomes who you are. You know, Seth Meyers uh, was pretty funny on SNL when he was doing, like, Weekend Update. I don't know, man. They all just like they're kind of funny, and then they do late. Night I'm a tough like, nut to crack, man. I'm very, very critical when it comes to comedy. I mean, yeah, I just don't know how you would, because what would be your late night show? Because even Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel was like the Man Show was funny, and when he was first doing late night, the Man Show was good. When he was first doing late night, it was funny. Mm-hmm. But then. Now, as late night yeah, has changed, my, sh- my show is the show that everyone else is doing, and that's whatever's on YouTube that I like because I can't. I don't understand the people that are still watching TV. To be honest with you, like who's watching, who's watching and paying for it? Like I don't know why people are. I've got a buddy's YouTube live. That's all I need. I watch sports, and then 
What's YouTube Live? Tell me about that. I don't have it. Oh, YouTube Live is just cable, but for YouTube. So you can just like. Oh, really? Yeah, you get like whatever it is, like 40 channels, some ESPN, some sports. Oh, some shit. Nat Geo for like 40 How much bucks is it? a month. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. Do you have commercials? I guess you probably do if it's regular TV. Yeah, but, but I like, think they're uh, like shortened. I how think about YouTube? Like, Are there commercials on the YouTube I videos? I think you probably get like YouTube premium yeah. with it. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah, it's not bad. If I, like I, I have a friend, so I'll never look at actually paying for it. Mm-hmm. And any time, I've lost a friend and then I've gained. <laughs> you just bring another friend over. You're like, let's do a Super Bowl party in my house. Knowing that you don't have the equipment to make it work i don't have live technology i don't have an antenna uh-huh and you're just hoping that one of your friends is like <laughs> oh i've got sling tv or oh i've got youtube tv <laughs> sign it up to yours and then you keep it for you could just be like hey I'm, i'll host the party but somebody has to bring the super bowl you just trust it you just trust it trust just put clo- have you ever you know has it ever fallen flat on you and like, yeah, but then well, you put on a free trial for seven days you set okay. an alarm to cancel it and then there you go everything goes well okay it's like whenever I go and do like shows in other cities, like you just kind of bet on, well, even if I don't have somewhere to stay now, like the show will work out well enough that somebody will give me a place to stay, you know, another comic or a pity couch, a producer or just somebody that's like, oh yeah, man, I didn't know. Yeah. Come stay, you know, a pity couch, something, whatever it is. What's the worst place? What's the worst kind of things you've had to stay overnight at on a comedy gig oh god dude in chicago when we went this last summer me and my buddy uh Ooh, chicago during covid huh this was right in the summer so like everything had kind of like died down Laxed a little bit yeah nice and uh dude we went and we didn't know anybody in chicago and i had a buddy that used to do like metal and hardcore shows up there punk shows and so I called him and he was like, I got a buddy you can stay with. And uh, we show up and this dude lives in filth. Oh, no. Like, he's got a dog that I'm like worried about. Oh, shit. Like, really? I, like, there are rappers everywhere. There's like trash just like on the ground and like a trash can that is empty. A trash can with a <laughs> trash bag. He's got the materials, just not the initiative. You not know? the drive. Yeah, just to put it from there to there. The funny is he had the drive to put the trash bag in the, in the trash can. Right. Somebody must have done that for him. I, I, nobody was ever going over to that house, man. <laughs> it, was, it was horrendous. And then we left to go do the show. We left for like four hours. Did you meet the guy? And hang we out met with him? him and we talked to him for a little bit and we had to pretend like, oh, this isn't the worst place I've ever been in my life. Uh, you know, we we're just like, hey, thanks for letting us stay here, you know. And then we were like, we're going to go do the show. He didn't care or think about it. Did he, he didn't even. He was just kind of like, hey, it's, you know, it's kind of messy up there, which like it is not kind of messy. I've lived kind of messy my whole life. <laughs> I was in college, you know, right. I, like I. I used to have just, you couldn't see my floor, Yeah, but usually it was like clothes, Close. maybe some dip bottles, which was disgusting. Uh, That's gross, right? That's gross. Uh, I can you tell know, you. Those are just disgusting bombs for other people to try to think that they're taking a swig of someone's Coke and ending That's why up you with put a, them in oh. water bottles. That's why you're, you're kind to your guests. Yeah. But I'm saying, I understand filth. I've lived Ugh. gross, but to get into this dude's house, it was not kind of messy. This is like a cry for help. Yeah. And then we left for four hours and we came back and it had gotten worse. <laughs> like there was a shopping cart on the fourth floor of this apartment. 
And it was just like, what the fuck is going on here? We're just drunk. We're passed. We're like ready to pass out. So you like, have to be. Yeah, you'd have to all, get so drunk you could only pass out right, into a place that like was that. it. So all there was was one Good couch. Move. There Good was move. one couch. Every cushion smelled like farts. Uh. And like my buddy just put three of the cushions on the ground <laughs> and laid on those. And in the morning we woke up and I went to the bathroom. You know, had a rough night the night before sure. we going to the bathroom. And I opened the door. There's like cans in the bathtub, like aluminum cans. <laughs> I love this guy. And like, he's not like a partier either. It's like. Oh, he's just a sad drunk. Dude, it's sad. Uh, and like, finally, I like, I've got to shit. He dude. lives there? He or? lives there by himself. And I am like, and the dog too, which again, worried about both of them. <laughs> but like, I have to shit. <laughs> and so I was like, I went to sit and I was getting ready. And then I was like, I got to check, make sure there's toilet paper. And I look and there is no toilet paper. And I'm looking around. I can't find oh. anything. There's just trash everywhere. No toilet paper. And so I knock on his door. Oh, and no. And I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> I hate to wake you up. There's no toilet paper out here. But the way and he just goes, dog. oh, man, I think we're out. And I lost my shit, dude. I was like mad. <laughs> Like, I, I'm just like, I'm going, what the fuck do you mean you think we're out? You're out. You live here by yourself. Uh, dude, I was, I've never thought I was out of toilet paper. Like I always am 100% for sure. Oh, I'm definitely oh, out of toilet Oh, I got three paper. rolls left is an emergency. Right. Yeah. yeah. This better not get hairy. Yeah. Yeah. This, like, dude, I was. And you can't jump in the shower. No, there's cans, <laughs> there's cans everywhere. And there's no rags, dude. If I wanted to wipe my ass, I'd be like, bro, like give old... me a fuck one of your t give me your best t shirt. Dude, I just like <laughs> we like we just made it into like a booty call where like we just set the key on the counter and uh we're like, We'll be back later and then just <laughs> never came back. We got a hotel that night, like spent all the money we had made from the uh... shows just so we didn't have to sleep there again. Cause I was like, dude, I'm gonna beat this fucking guy up like i'm not even a violent person but i think we're out of toilet paper might be the most infuriating <laughs> sentence i've ever heard in my life i think have you have y'all ever like stayed in somewhere like you end up you think you're gonna be at like you know a nice hotel something doesn't work out and then you end up in a hellhole hmm. no i don't i can think of some places i don't know if i've ever had expectations that were greater than they should have been. Um, I've gone to a place, but no, I mean, the first thing that comes, I, I don't know, no, man. I, uh, I got a, I got a, here's, here's a couple, I got a couple bathrooms that were crazy bathrooms. I, I went to, it was in the middle of nowhere, Canada. It was such in the middle of nowhere lake. You have, the only way to access it is landing on an uh, landing on the water on an airplane. You know those airplanes that can go on the water? A float plane? Yeah. So we float, we landed on the lake on that, got dropped off for a week, and there was two cabins, but there was like no real, there's an outhouse. All right, so this is a legit, I mean, there's bears out there, there's moose what? out there. Why are you out here? Is this like a romantic vacation? Is no, it was, like uh, a... my dad took my brother and I and a whole bunch of other dudes, and it was a fishing <laughs> So trip. the opposite of a romantic vacation. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah, like, it was actually good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like just a man's fishing trip. Right. And there was like a couple boat, you know, a few boats out there that you have access to, 
and you just catch giant on a lake in the middle of Canada. Tight. There's no one out there. You, you're, I got there was a I'm, I'm my brother and I are on this boat putting along, and I see we see something floating in the water, big. We're like, whoa, what's that? Let's go up there. It was a moose with a, it was a mama moose and a baby moose swimming across the lake. Swimming easily, they swim. I, I we we pulled up right next to it. We're floating. We're we're putting right next to it as it's going. Yeah. I, oh, if I was I I thought if the, and the, if this was back in the day when this is why I'm glad I didn't grow up in the age of Instagram and 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 smartphones with cameras. I wanted to jump on that thing and ride it while it was swimming. It can take me. I'm like I'm, I'm not that. I don't weigh that much, especially then. I was like 160 pounds. I was in high school. Like 160 pounds. I could have jumped on it and rode it across the lake. I wanted to do it so <laughs> bad. And I'd probably, if it was the day of Instagram, I would have been like, "Yo, Chris, film this shit. We're right. fucking. You know, I'm going viral. You're gonna do it. And that's not a good idea. No, because you would have died. No, no, you'll be fine." I think it'd be fine. You yeah, don't yeah, think yeah, they yeah. would have stomped you? You're in the water. They're swimming. It's like 50, 60 feet deep underneath them. You just jump on it, ride it for a minute, and then jump up right back off. Oh, there's no there's no issue there. The real issue is once that it does go viral and the uh, the police find it or the game wardens, that shit's, I think, highly illegal. You might get, like, animal cruelty. Like, you could get really go into jail. However, now that I'm thinking this through, I still could have done it. Waited to post it until I got back to the United States, though. Extradition laws? I don't know. Would they extradite me? They probably would extradite me. I lived in Michigan at the time. It's just like, yeah. Dude, I I don't know. I saw my first moose a couple of weeks ago, and uh, they're huge. Oh, yeah. They say they kill more people than bears, and so I wouldn't hop on a bear if it was swimming. Well, that's a little different. How? They're huge. Because they got claws and teeth. Dude, they got hooves and antlers. But you're in the water. Dude, just one A bear antler. can just like quickly and bite your head off or swipe sure. you. Uh, I, I, it's like, would you jump on a horse in the, in the, in the, with a horse swimming? It's like, jump, would you jump on a horse that was swimming across the lake? No, dude. For the gram? No, man. Uh, you know what? That's just where you I and would, I are you a know little what bit I different. Would do for the gram, I would take a video of a horse swimming and be like, "Can you believe this horse <laughs> okay. is swimming right now?" Well, no. <laughs> Look at this fucking. I will dumb say, moose. I didn't jump on it. Sure, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. For the game wardens listening, at no, home. I actually didn't. <laughs> but uh, I mean, no, they're huge, man. I know they are. I was right next to one. Wow, it's like. But that was the worst. That was one of the worst bathrooms, I guess, because it was just like an outhouse in the middle of nothing. And then, you know, of course, there's just worry about spiders and shit. But that wasn't even that bad. It just it's in a big hole that you have to poop into. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the other one that comes to mind is just like a porta potty. Ba- oh, yeah. It was basic training, and I had to go so bad. And we were in the middle of like this crazy exercise, but there was a porta potty. But it was so hot. This thing had been cooking in the sun with soldiers going in and out of it all day, shitting out MREs and whatever garbage they've been eating. And I just went in there too, and just, it ex- just exploded it. And it was just, it was, you have to. Like, there's some things like you go in there, and no matter how bad it is, you just have, like, it's emergencies. Well, this or in front of everybody, what am I going to do? I have, like, that's it. I mean, it's that, or it's, you know, it's the shopping cart apartment. It's, I should. What are we drinking next? Well, we did the other one. Now you got to do the Knob Creek. Uh, for all of those still listening, if you're still here, thank you. Yeah, after the hot shits. <laughs> <laughs> we are going down, uh, we we're going to Kentucky down Bourbon Road. So we started with Basil Hayden's whiskey, 
And now we're going to go with the Jim Beam Black Extra Aged Bourbon. I've never had this before. And then we got Knob Creek after that. So, uh, sorry to cut you off, but I had to get on. Dude, something about your podcast gets me drunk every time. Okay, so I was just laughing at you with your story. And uh, and that re- so, thank you for being here again. Uh, Charles had said to me recently, he likes when we have repeat guests. Like, he likes that. And I was like, I guess I do like that too sometimes. And I, and, and I should reach out to more people to have them back on again. Some I've had some reoccurring guests, and it's just fun to get that. And I was making some videos. I'm starting this new thing that I'm going to start dropping on the podcast called Primordial Ooze, and it's going to be a 20 minute version of our of the podcast. Like, take 20 minutes out of the different conversations and put them all together. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just make a 20 minute out of the however long we go, and take out all the cuss words. So it's a clean 20 minute version. That you can listen to in front of your mom or kids on your way to work or school. Like it's, right. I think it's perfect for that. And the first one's going to be with you. I've already done it. We, our for our one that oh, we've you've done. Already cut it. I've already cut it, and I've got oh, 20, nice. like I can't 22 you've minutes. Got Twenty minutes of clean material in that. Three. Well, I take it's not clean. I take out the cuss words. Right, right, right. So, so I just, just bleep. Yeah, or... I just bleep. I just take it out. I just uh, just take it out. Nice. Delete it. Like yeah. Nice, like an old radio edit. Yeah, it's just super. Good. Yeah. Um, you should do that old that old kid rock radio edit with him. You should add the uh, radio. That'd be too yeah, mu- but be they, too much. He did and add different things. All those different noises. That I, he used to I do. look. I no, it's too much work. <laughs> oh, I know. We'll see I how know. this goes. It, it wouldn't be worth it at all. But but so going through that episode, I was I was I I was like I forgot how much fun I had with you. Dude. How much we laughed. We we're like yo, we're like best friends now. I was like yeah, we really were. Like we really vibed. Like it was a lot of it's the alcohol too, but it was just a good time. I was like I got to do that again. And then so I was trying to get you last last week. I was like, yo, let's get you. I, I planned last Sunday to get wrecked with you. <laughs> and then you bailed for taxes or something like Dude, that. Dude, I completely fucking <laughs> I sat there and I was like, oh, I have to do taxes. And I've been doing comedy now like way more. So I thought it was going to be way more confusing. I sold a house last year. Oh, that's and not, like, hmm. that's pretty good. That's not bad. That's Charles, you want to try some of this Jim Beam? It's not bad. It's not. It's not tough. Knob Creek. Basil? I think I'll go with the basil again. Basil again. The basil's good. All right. Basil's, basil's fire. But, uh, dude, I was so surprised using TurboTax that I was like, here's your free advertisement for TurboTax. But that I was like, uh, I it, took me like it took me like three hours. Wow. Like nothing at all. I only called my mom once to be like, <laughs> I got no clue what the fuck I'm doing. Okay. And she was like, you're doing fine. Good just, job. Just don't pay anything. <laughs> just... Write off everything you can. Absolutely. I was like, I don't have any receipts. So I was just like, you're just at the whim of them. Well, but, hell yeah. Yeah, I wish we would have gotten <clears throat> fucked up last week. And then it seems like. And then today I was like, I, I wanted to. But then I was, well, and then thankfully you came over hungover. Yeah. I'm a bit hungover. I got wrecked last night on a podcast called Everybody Loves Ross. Go check it out. It's on YouTube. It's dropped now. I've probably been the best guest they've ever had. Uh-huh. Yeah calling my shot now guest of the year mm-hmm. and uh so i don't know so i was wondering i was like i wonder how entertaining we can be hung over can we drink and i'm like i'm still drinking i don't know if i'm gonna get wrecked but fuck it salute we're going down bourbon road we I- just had basil hayden's it was phenomenal i really liked it now we've got this jim beam black i'm enjoying this the jim beam black is definitely tougher it's not as smooth going down but it still tastes great 
is still good. That Basil Hayden felt like nothing. I I don't know. I might argue a little bit with you and say it is just as smooth. I don't get any burn at all. There's like no heat. There's no heat with this. No, with the Jim Beam. The basil Charles. comes in at the very end. The shit's fired. Yeah, it's good. I am very. I, I was, I almost didn't buy this little. So this came as a collection box here. I mean, I don't know. I'm not obviously getting paid. Um, it was like fifty dollars for the three of these. Not bad. And so I went up to the counter. I was like, oh, let me just see. Is this really a good deal? Let me see if I can buy them separately because I don't really want the Jim Beam because it's Jim Beam. <clears throat> And then I priced it. The Basil Hayden's for this is like eighteen. The Knob Creek was like twenty-two. Or yeah, so it was like, oh well, this is basically like ten. I, well, maybe it was even more than that. I, basically, being like, I was basically getting this for free. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, well, I'll do it that way. And I'm actually surprised at how good it is. I think this is a win-win for all of us. This is, look, now, instead, last time we did this, we had a whole bottle of one whiskey. And so then we got to see progressively how drunk we were getting. I was paying no attention to that. I was, well, I was afterwards, either. I was like, holy shit, we just crushed finished a whole, now we, we finished a bottle of West Bottoms whiskey. Then we knew. And then with this, I doubt we're, we're going to finish all of them. No. So we'll just get to be like, oh, yeah, Charles was a drunk. Charles was yeah. like killing off that Basil Hayden. So we'll get yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. He it drank it all. Him. We yeah. didn't even get it. Like, we're trying to go through Jim Beam and Knob Creek. Next thing you know, <laughs> all of Basil Hayden's gone. What happened? Charles is over there past the fuck out. Yeah, that's who we're blaming. <laughs> Charles got wrecked last night, let me tell you. Were you on the podcast, Charles? He, he, well, he sat next to me on the podcast. I took over. But he was pretty. He was I pretty. apologize. I apologize for taking over, man. I just, I, you get a couple shots of me, and I just, I feel like I got to be like, they had me on their podcast. I got to like be entertaining and like, I don't know. But they said I was good. I, 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 apparently, I, I'm, I'm missing chunks of last night. Are you missing chunks of your last night? No. So last Ooh, night. I'm missing chunks. Last night I had some spicy tequila. Oh. Which was pretty interesting. You probably don't want to have too much of that. Though. No. So I had two shots of that and then I had two shots of regular tequila. But then the rest of the night I was all beer. Nice. And from like two until uh, Liquor 11. before beer, never fear. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do fine as long as I'm not like consistently. As long as I'm not mixing liquors, I'm cool. Okay. If I go whiskey, tequila, vodka. Oh really? I'm done. Like I'm, my life is over. But I can do like, you know. I'll all drink, I do is mix. I you know, mix all. Day. I drink a ton of beers, and then I'll throw in. If I drink Jameson, I'm only <laughs> drinking Irish whiskey the rest of the night. If I drink bourbon, I'm only going to drink bourbon. Really? If I drink okay. tequila, okay. I'm just like, okay, well, here's what I'm doing tonight. Unless I'm just committed to tomorrow's going to suck. Tomorrow's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. Because, yeah, my, my hangovers now are like, this one today was manageable. I just, I, can't, I, I you know, I wasn't dying. I was just sleepy. I had a taco this morning. You know, I'm doing okay. I like a good taco. Dude, breakfast tacos. They used to have that place. I think they bought it out. Over there on like uh, 71 in Paseo. There you go. For my listeners in England, I have 2% listeners over there. Really? Yeah. Look at you. If you ever. Uh, so if you're ever in Kansas City, I said. Uh, Dude, do they even have breakfast tacos? Does Do they have Mexican food in England? Like, like Tex-Mex food? 
Oh, I guarantee some English broad went over to Mexico with her fucked up teeth to get them fixed at their great dentist down there. Mm -hmm. Met some um, suave Mexican dude on the beach, some handsome, chiseled motherfucker. They fell in love. And, uh, you know, she was like, so so what do you do exactly down here for for work, for trabaja? You ready for this? Uh, you know, I just uh, make some tacos. <laughs> I have a taco cart. <laughs> you should try some of them cabeza tacos. I don't know which group of people is going to be more <laughs> offended. <laughs> 100%. Oh, cheerio. <laughs> I think you should come on over to England and marry me. Shag up with me. We'll get a loft. Uh, uh, what do they call their... Not a loft. Uh, we're right up on the lift to our... Uh, what do they call their apartments? What do they call those things? Flat. <laughs> Hello, we'll go to our flat. We'll drive up the lift up the flat. <laughs> oh, that sounds great, S.A. <laughs> Why do I'm going to sell these tacos. Why do they both keep becoming more and more Norwegian? <laughs> both of them start drifting into I'm Because I'm very white. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she keeps becoming that chef from the Muppets. <laughs> Why don't you come up to her flats? <laughs> that's just how I go, man. I don't know. That's that's the beauty and the that comedy of it. So <laughs> that's where I'm hoping nobody gets offended because that's that's how awful I am. Dude, look, you know. So over there in England, when you're on the Paseo, get these breakfast tacos. You know what I'm talking about. God, dude, it'd be so funny if like <laughs> he doesn't even make tacos he's just handsome <laughs> he's just handsome what else am I gonna do for work in London <laughs> as a Mexican yeah dude as London's a got the shittiest food of all time he could put together any <laughs> fucking taco and hey, they'd listen. be like oh my god they got something in London called spotted dick and it's a food oh it's not a disease no okay. it's, a drink. <laughs> it's a food it's a food it's like it's called spotted dick it's a food google it so yeah, is it like sausage, potatoes? Well, I don't know. Don't just. I just remember it in the movie King Ralph. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Deep Throwback. King Ralph <laughs> reference. Not enough of those anymore. <laughs> if, if, are there any? No. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that movie? Mm-mm. King Ralph. Not John even Goodman, in the, uh, the guy from Roseanne, the dad from Roseanne. I know Roseanne. John. <laughs> I love John Goodman being the dad from Roseanne is like the number one. That would be the best. Well, that's that's what that is his number one. I role. always th- you know what I always think of. I always think I just realized this because John Goodman, the wife of Roseanne, is the right, or the husband of Roseanne is the right call. I always think of uh, oh the Coen Brothers movie. Oh, brother, where art thou? Is what I always think of him in for some reason. He's the Bible salesman in that. Of all the roles, you would think of him in I that. I always think of John. That's why I just realized it was not, strange. Not uh, uh, Walter Walter from The Big Lebowski. I mean, I think of that, but like the one I immediately <clears throat> think of is him as the Bible yeah, he's salesman. Always going to be the dad, the dad on Roseanne to me. Yeah, he's always that to me. That's what he is. Yeah, I went to make fun of you, but I immediately made fun of myself. <laughs> you were a hundred percent right, and especially when that movie came out, that was like his first kind of thing. I th- I think at least that I would have recognized outside of Roseanne. I was like, oh shit, this is talking about uh, John Goodman. Yeah, in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? <laughs> no, no, King R- 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 King Ralph. Oh, okay. What does he play? King Ralph. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he is like he's just a. F- uh, 
Okay, mind you, I have this will be a fun game and this will be a fun podcast. This could be a fun podcast idea for people out there. Taking a movie that you saw one time when you were a kid 30 years ago uh-huh. and telling someone else what it is. Oh yeah, that's fun. <laughs> it is, right? I I cuz that is King Ralph for me. I saw it one time when it came out fucking when, whatever year. Let's look that up. Give me Hold on, before you look it up, tell okay. me what you think it is. I want to know what year it is. I don't. I, I want to know. So John Goodman is King Ralph. Oh yeah. So he was like some kind of like low life bowler type dude, like scumbag in America. Think of like an Uncle Buck character uh-huh. type thing, uh-huh. like a Chicago bowler guy that's just a piece of shit. And then all of a sudden finds out that he's got some family member that died that was like a king in somewhere in England. And this, and he's like the next living relative through some weird thing. Like you're the next one in line to be king, for because this guy's dead, this lady's dead, whatever it is. Right. He's just boom. You know that's how '80s, '90s type shit would work. Yeah. Storylines would work. Sure. And so all of a sudden he's like king, and has this castle. And so you know, like blue collar dude is now a king in England somewhere, and has a castle, and he's like trying to get. In- ingratiated if that's the right word into the culture uh-huh. and you know like spotted dick was like a big joke because that's like some loafy looking almost like a f- pimento loaf looking thing i think i think that's what they put i i don't know and that's what it was and then you know it's a that's it that's what i remember that's a pretty good definition of a movie i thought it was going to be way more intricate or way more disconnected that was pretty spot on i feel like yeah, I don't know. It how... sounds like a good movie to watch. Does it though? And when? Does it though? Ninety one. Like that's In... a, what year? Ninety one. Like uh, I said, that's like an eighties, ninety. Like, like that's like an eighties. That's like a late. Yeah, like where they use that kind of formula. That's right. where I'm looking formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, a friend of mine. Ninety one. Uh, what this... time did Roseanne come out? Eighty nine. You think he was two years, and then King Ralph? Maybe he's already doing movie. Yeah, I don't know. At least, so yeah, that was uh, the. I uh, wonder how. I wonder how that movie. That I wonder how well that movie holds up. I think he put. I think I'm getting the bowling reference because I think he put like a bowling alley. Eighty eight was Roseanne. Because I think he put like a bowling alley in his castle. He's like, oh, this is what I gotta do. I'm a dumb American, and we like bowling. <laughs> That would be the first thing we would do as an American. You think so? Yeah. If you got found out like some stupid, let's let's suspend suspend disbelief for a minute, and you had a a crazy lineage, and you're like all of a sudden, you know, the Sussex of England. I've got all the money, all the power. Maybe not that, but you like have a castle and some land, which is a very big deal over there because they don't have because the only prop there's no public land over there. It's all private property. It's all land on you know. So if you own like you know a couple hundred acres with a castle and you're like you're King King Stephen, yeah, yeah, I'd put in, <clears throat> I'd put in what I'm into. So there's a hundred percent chance that there would be like a stand-up comedy venue. You know, I would do what Chappelle did and just put in like a stage on my fucking farmland. Yeah, cut my crops in half just so I can have comedy. That was his place. He did that. Yeah, it's. Like I thought that was one his... he rented out or something like a uh, wedding venue type thing that he was using. Maybe, but I thought he was doing it like on his property during COVID. He was putting up like big tents and shit, and uh, 
yeah, doing it out there. But that would be like, you know, whatever you're into, you know, somebody make a paintball field, somebody make a driving range, mm-hmm. any American for sure. We don't, we take land for granted. We'll fucking, we'll put anything on anywhere as long as it sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. A bowling court, a bowling as as court, money, bowling court. What yeah. That bowling like? court. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> we have a, uh, in the school that I used to work at, it was built in the 1920s and they used to have a firing range. So like in the basement, there's still Whoa. like a firing range with like bullet casings and like really, yeah. They have like a big Olympic size. Was pool. it a, was it a a school like was that a school curriculum? Was a firing range or was that like it's a school during the day and at night it's a firing range? No, it was probably a school curriculum. It was like a, really, yeah. Do you know that uh, school shootings go way, way, way back to that time? Like way back. Oh really? Cra- it's amazing. I you would think. They'd be just kind of like Columbine-ish. It goes way back. Were they? I wonder. Like eighteen hundred, uh, like nineteen, early nineteen hundreds. Their school shootings, like killing lots of people. Because I think that's the <clears throat> thing, right? Uh I, I don't know. I don't know. I had. I had. God, a, dude, uh, I bet your Google search history from this show is so fucked up. No, no, no. my Google, <laughs> not for me, because I don't do. It, I had. Uh, so I had a daughter of a school shooter on my podcast. And she was telling me about that. She was like, yeah, you don't, she goes, school shootings is like a part of American culture and history. Because she goes, you know, think about it kind of recently because that's, but she goes, it goes way, way back. I was like, whoa. Wow. What's up, Charles? Uh, that's the only country that has school shootings. I don't know about that. I don't know if we're the only country that has school shootings. I bet like a majority. I'm sure there's other ones. How many are we hearing about? We've got to be the 99th percentile. We've got to be like the gifted. Well, yeah. The young and gifted child of the school shooting class. We've got to be the ones that's got the. Right. We've got the gold stars for sure. Well, we're the only ones with free speech as well. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? like it's, it's, Australia's got it. Free speech? Yeah, Australia. You could say oh, whatever the fuck you want. I don't think so. Yeah. What do you what do you think? You think that they just get arrested for it? Australia, you could say anything in Australia. I think you can get sued and get arrested for it. I don't know. No, man. I think we're the only one that has a protected free speech. No, Australia's got it. They also are the only ones that got rid of guns. Australia's also fucked up. They got crazy. They, yeah. They did get rid of guns. They shouldn't have. It seems to be working out for them. In what way? Do you see them do you see them during the lockdown? They don't have any school shootings. Did you see them during the lockdown? What do you mean? They have parts of the lockdown. Where, oh, where people were getting arrested. Ladies were getting arrested for not having a mask on, for going to the mall, for not being vaccinated. It got like real draconian got, over there. We've got we, shit no, like that it, no, like that. we 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 they had police beating people over there. Oh, it got draconian. We as had fuck that over, over here. <laughs> not like, for that. Not for ma- Not for not masking and coming in here. Oh yeah, for sure. You have we didn't have get... shutdowns like that. We had shutdowns, but not like you should look into the Australian COVID. And lockdowns. we also had like one of the most conservative administrations of all time during that time, where they had like, you know, it was a little different. We shouldn't go down this road again. I don't know, man. I'm just going to say they don't have a lot of school shootings. They don't have a lot of random people getting murdered based on guns. Not a lot of boomerang-related deaths in <laughs> Australia. After Las Vegas, I was like kind of out on everything. Yeah. After Las Vegas country music shooting, I was like, I'm done. That was on the other end of the strip. I'm, I don't I'm, stay down there. I'm done with the defense. I can't like... You see what Australia has going. You're like, all I know is something's wrong. And to find out that like the NRA... 
or not the NRA, the second amendment never got, uh, legislated, like never got judged by the Supreme court until 2009 was like, Oh, we haven't even been talking about it this long. And as soon as we started talking about it, about what got the second amendment. We should. Yeah, are we, are we going to have? Are we going to have a gun debate right now? I don't think it's a gun debate. I think you and I probably agree on guns. I think people should have guns. Okay. I just think there needs to be like. I've always said there needs to be a lot of education surrounding it. In fact, I've gone so extreme, and I haven't fully sat down and flushed everything out with this opinion. But it's just something I've been toying with and thinking that could be a good idea. Is it being taught? Gun safety and gun education being taught in schools from a very young age. You, that's, I mean, but that's also like. From a very, you know, everything about, you know, how every gun works, you know, the name of it, you know, the caliber, you know, the speed, you know, how to clean it, and you know, the safeties of it. You know, you never, ever <laughs> fuck around with guns. You always keep them locked. You never keep them pointed when you're walking with them. You keep them pointed down at the ground or up at the sky. You never keep, you just. When you get when you get an entire since it's 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 in it's like pissing in the pool you ain't getting that piss out it's in there we have guns so what can we do to fix this awful problem that we have with it is education fixes everything so if you just have an entire population that is well as well versed with gun education as they are with what is something that we're all like fairly familiar with? Like we as reading, there's still some illiterate people out there that can't read. There just are. And that's going to happen. There's going to be some people that just don't understand whatever. But if you get it to where a population that as much as they can read also understands guns, everything about weapons and guns as they can reading. I think that changes the game, man. I, yeah, and I think that anytime you want more education for a population, it's like wishful thinking because our whole system is kind of <laughs> fucked well, you in just general. But put that in the curriculum. Honestly, the know? only thing I care about is that it would be uh, as well regulated as a car. Just like if it's there. What do you mean I'm, it is? No, man, it's not. You have to go through so much more training to be able to drive a car or have a car. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Any idiot can go get their license right now and go buy a fucking... Uh, if you got the money, you can go buy a crazy ass Lamborghini or a Ferrari or something that you have no. You're 16 millionaire. I took the test because I I just memorized what the answers were gonna be. I got it. I, I here's you also here, here's, here's three hundred fifty thousand dollars for this Ferrari. Boom! You got a fucking loaded weapon right there. You don't have to drive that thing. But you also have to drive the car. Like you have to do that for somebody. You have to show somebody that you know how to drive the car. Right. You have to pass the test. That's a good point. You have to pay the fees. You have to get a license for it. You have to go through X, Y, and Z. You have to go to the DMV. Yeah. If you had to go to the DMV to get a gun. Driving is a privilege, though. Oh, I mean, I mean, we can get wherever we want. I, what I think is education, you can make the argument education is a privilege. Like, all of that is... Yeah. Uh potato potato at that point yeah but yeah man it's, it's as long as it's no, just it. yeah. as regulated then mm. i'm fine i don't care that's you know do whatever you got to do i think guns are i wonder what is harder to do get your license or get a handgun get a ha get a license get a handgun. you think it's harder to get a license absolutely in missouri oh my god i could get, legally i could get I'm a gun a straight, i could get a, hand, gun. a handgun yeah i could get a gun tomorrow in louisiana i got a gun the next day 
showed up, background check. No, they do a th- for a whole. For, it's like a three day holding period for handguns. Nope. Are you sure? Yeah, I got my nine millimeter. The next day. Next day. Wow. Background check. Got it. Okay. No, I've never taken a gun class. Look, I'm certainly not. I think this is why I have my opinions on guns that I mm-hmm. do is the fact that I have a gun and that I don't know anything about it. That is like not, it is. That should scare you more than, it sh- you know, that should scare well, you. Well, this is why I don't keep bullets. Like I don't, I'll go to the range with somebody who knows what they're doing mm-hmm. and we'll talk through it. Nice. But I don't care enough to like really learn. What do you have it for? My mom, when I graduated, I got my car stolen here, and she just bought me a gun and was like, "You need so she a gun." Wants you to go after someone and stealing I was your like, car and pop it off. Was the, you know what I mean? She like, was like, "You just, just need take it. them." I, I got like, my car stolen too. I was like, "Take that bitch." Well, that was me. It's like I don't need a gun. My whole argument has always been: I need wasp spray, maybe you know, <laughs> twenty feet, a taser. Like that's enough for me. You know, I don't need a gun. I'm a big dude, but no one's gonna mess with you. The fact that I have a gun is like terrifying to me i'm a great driver i went to a lot of i went to like 16 hours of driving school you know i really put in the work because my mom was like you're not going to go out there and kill somebody or yourself you know she paid the extra four hundred dollars or whatever it was wow and like i'm glad i have the car but yeah man i got that gun and i the whole time i was holding it going i can't believe they just gave this to me (laughs) i cannot believe they just handed me a gun it's crazier. If no you, psychological test. No. Well, sh- you, that I, I agree with that. I it, mean, I, look, all I and who's I, who's performing that test? You can you want the government performing psychological tests and, I, and them determining. What? Maybe you just do three strikes. You know, maybe you do like, all right, we have. Well, felons can't get a can't own a weapon. Yeah, but you can get a felony for some bullshit. Well, then you can't own it. Well, that's fine, but you can't. Then you can't own a. I don't know. Let's open this. Look, I. It's a touchy subject, but it's part of our culture. What it's what makes America America. If you boil it down to it, guns make America America. I think guns made America America for sure. I think well, sure, but look what we got. Look what it's gotten. You yeah, know, it's a uh, it's a weird. <clears throat> like it or love it, but it's it's. Oh wait, no, I'm not let mixing. Me. Come on, man. Come on, you don't want to do that. I'll give you a minute. No, I uh, I don't think of it as a uh, a gun debate. There's like no. The only thing I don't respect is our system is currently working and we should not change anything. That's like where I'm like, okay, well, I can't, I don't understand that point of view. Like I can't empathize with that. If you're just like, okay, Did I see you went, yeah, this is fun. Did I see you go to Alaska? Yeah. Tell me about that. That's before out. you came here, but last time you were on the show, you were, I think you were talking about, you were talking about booking that or something. And getting excited for it. Like, you, that's the place you've always wanted to go. We're pouring on the Knob Creek now. Go for it. This took nine years. What were you doing nine years ago? Nine years ago, I was working in politics. Oh, in Louisiana. Um, yep. And this was being bottled when you were doing, when you were politicking. Ugh. All right, so you'd want to go. I've Yeah, I've always wanted to go to Alaska, too. Yeah, because this is, I mean, in that I think that gun... Like the reason that's on my mind is because of Alaska. Like it's Probably, so yeah. popular, uh, and up there, you know, there's no real argument against guns. Nobody is saying get rid of guns in Alaska, which I think is great. Do they have school shootings even, up there? Dude, I don't even know if they have schools. I yeah, don't know if they, they teach. They, it's just <laughs> it's, a, it's a state. All man, the like, teachers are moose. You know, it's just. 
<laughs> that school's insane. They have a ton of uh, serial killers, and they have a ton of murder in Alaska. Because that's where everybody moves to. That's where serial killers and it's the easiest place to. for people to go and missing. Disappear. It's so easy. I mean, it's insane. And also, getting up there is cheap. It's like 220 round trip from here. Get out of here. Yeah, super cheap. Get out of here. Super cheap. Do they, go. Got, do they got casinos up there? I, I bet. They need all the money they can get. Charles, sure you will you look it? up uh, if, if if there are casinos in Anchorage, Alaska? Yeah. Or Anchorage anywhere in Alaska, but probably Anchorage. Anchorage was great. Yeah, we went up there. It Did was you go up the, there for comedy? It was the Before You Die Comedy Fest. Wow. Uh, that Cass Smiley runs. Um, you know, comics like Stan Hope and Patton Oswalt and shit. Like, they've done stuff up at, in Anchorage a lot. And they talk about this place called Chili Coots. Which is like, have you ever been to Knuckleheads in Kansas City? Man. Man, it's like a... I have not. So it's like a country blues music compound. I, I know I need... I, I hear they have good music up like good Great com- music, like, but it's just cool vibes. You know, they've got like four different stages. You never know which one you're going to get. Each show is going to be different. Salute to Salute. Knob Creek. Knob Creek. But each show is going to be different. It's a different room. And this place was kind of similar, man. It was just a cool bar. You know, they had... Oh, damn. They had about nine different rooms in there. I'm into wild. this. Yeah, the Knob Creek. I'm into the Knob Creek, too. Wow. You know what? For you people out there listening, if you got 50 bucks burning a hole in your pocket to get some whiskey or some bourbon, this little pack here, the the bourbon. Bourbon County. Bourbon County. Welcome to Bourbon County, the bourbon trail kind of. That's not bad. Little Knob Creek, Basil Hayden's Jim Beam. It was beautiful, huh? Up there in Alaska. Man, Anchorage What'd was. What'd you do other than the comedy? So, like. So my mom has always wanted to go to Alaska and usually, you know, comedy festivals, you're just getting drunk with comedians. Like that's it. That's the whole time you're there for three days. You're just, that's my dream. Oh dude. It's so much fun. And, uh, you have podcast fests like that. That'd be fucking awesome. Sometimes, but usually a comedy fest, they'll have podcasts on. Okay. Uh, but man, we were just up there like, Ooh, how do I get booked for that? I brought my mom cause she's always wanted to go. So I was nice. like, come up, like let's hang out. And then she invited as moms do, my cousin, my aunt, my aunt's wife, and then my nephew. And so okay. I was like, well, I guess we're all partying now. There you go. Yeah, I guess we're all hanging out. And uh, <laughs> it ended up being cool. So, like, we went at night. I would go get drunk with the comics, would go to the shows. And okay, so good. You still, got to, you still but, got to get your freak on. Yeah, and then I would show up at, like, 3 a.m., and then we'd wake up at 7 a.m. and go – sightseeing or hiking or doing whatever i had my nephew so like we went snowboarding one day oh wow. that was impossible god that sucked i had fun but that was the hardest it thing is ever hard done. if you don't if you don't know how to snowboard don't yeah. even try i i don't, had, you're gonna be on your ass all day that was it i wish i worn like a like a girdle you know like a football girdle mm-hmm. that has like a tailbone pad or just right. those like because yeah i was you're on your ass all and day. back on the flight two days later i was just like so sore and cramping up the whole time oh, like it was tough but yeah, sorry the man. trip was incredible in one day like i hadn't seen much charles oh. they got casinos up there yes they do yeah you yeah, gotta go oh shit i hadn't seen like many alaskan things and then in one day woke up uh at a river point saw 16 bald eagles nice then went and walked on like some glacial lake you know, 360 view of the mountains. It's just in this little basin. Beautiful. And yeah, you're just yeah. walking through it. It's incredible. Oh, cool. Wow. Um, 
drove back, saw a moose, <laughs> and then uh, oh, that's why you saw the moose. Saw the moose, yeah. and then went and did uh, this dispensary. Oh right? shit! They got great. They great, got weed out there. Great weed, and then um, that night saw the northern lights on the roof of. Aurora Royalis. Which you're not supposed to see in Anchorage usually. Yeah. Yeah, they say it's like pretty, it's not super common in Anchorage to see it. Because it's light pollution? Light pollution, and I think it's, I don't know, it's based on electromagnetic waves. And so I bet having stuff around the city kind of throws it off a little bit. Okay. Who knows? No real clue. I would bet light pollution is a big part of it too. But I have a friend that lived there for like a year and a half and was like, oh, yeah. I only saw him like five times while I was there. Oh, wow. So I was like, oh, shit. Very lucky. Look yeah. at you. You should have gone to the casino. Well, if I'd have known that they had him, if I'd had now Charles there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looks like Charles is going to Alaska with you next yeah, time. Yeah, next time. You got to get, <laughs> get your own flight, but you could stay with me. You can. <laughs> it's only 220 bucks. As long as it's not what? Filthy. As, as long, long as there's it. no shopping cart in the room. Yeah, as long as there's a bathroom with fucking... I did have... Toilet paper. Got to have toilet, toilet, toilet paper. paper? That's overrated. I did have the weirdest thing happen to me in you gotta just be like a You gotta be like a cat and lick your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're out of toilet paper, but I think you have your tongue. <laughs> How flexible are you? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't touch my toes, but I can lick my own asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The uh, I had a I got out of the Airbnb. I was walking out to our rental car to get my jacket, and this yellow cab pulled up, which I haven't, you know, seen a yellow cab in a minute, outside yeah. of like an airport or like yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, does, Kansas, this, does Kansas City have any yellow cabs? I'm sure at the airport. Yeah, somewhere. Some, yeah, some hotel. I guess they do. They got the hotel. white ones with the. I think the Somalians drive them. Yeah, the. Uh, when they he pulled up and like I was coming out of my Airbnb, going to get my jacket from the rental car, he pulls up and then just kind of looks at me and I look at him and then he rolls down his window and I was like, What's up? And he was like, Steven? Was he Mexican? No. Hey, Steven. No, he didn't say a stay by. <laughs> he goes, Steven? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> And he was like, get in. <laughs> and I was like, no, man, what are you? I'm not. What? And he was like, Steven. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, 1106, which was the address of the Airbnb I was at. And I was like, yeah. Oh, wow. And he was like, come on. And I was like, no, man. <laughs> I have no idea what this is. I don't know. And so, like, I was asking my family. I was like, did y'all call a cab for me? And they were like, no, I didn't call a cab. No comic I knew, like they none of them knew where I was staying. So this yellow cab pulled up was looking for Stephen at eleven oh six, which is the address to the Airbnb. I don't know if he was on the wrong street or like what, but uh, yeah, just it fucked me up for like three days. Like I was just sitting there, I would keep thinking about it. I was just like, how in the hell did this guy just randomly appear? And you didn't go with him? No. Why? <laughs> it's murder capital i'm not getting in a yellow cab with some random dude i didn't call if i had called him but i a, a random yellow so you're you're you just landed no i had been there for like two days oh man you walk out of here I'm right walk, out of you here. walk out of here and a yellow cab pulls up and goes ryan and you go yeah because i'm on my way to 1400 right. Westport Road. And then he says, whatever your address is. He says 1400? 
And then you're Or like, does he say my address? He says your address. Thirty Oh, so this one. He says this address. Right. Oh, okay. And he goes, you know, this <clears throat> one and he's like, Ryan? And you're like, Yeah. And he's like, Come on. What's he look like? Like a cab driver. You, you can know? take him? Huh? You can take him? I mean, if I really wanted to, yeah, probably. Unless he had involved. a gun. If he has a gun, no. He's in Alaska. He's got a gun. Right. No way I'm getting in that cab, man. I wouldn't get in the cab so if I So what happened? Him. You said no? I was like, what are you doing? And he called the dispatch, and he's like, Stephen says he doesn't want to ride. And I was like, Stephen never said he wanted to ride. <laughs> Stephen was never asking for a ride. <laughs> Stephen never called anybody for a ride. Like... I so I guess Occam's razor is he just there was a Steven. I think there was. He was just in the wrong spot. I think there was a Steven. But you at think like two maybe, streets down. But I also think there is a chance that he could have just been like partnered with the Airbnb. The Airbnb. The Airbnb. What does the Airbnb get out of setting you up with a murderer? You think this murderer's like get think, kicking, giving kickbacks to Airbnbs that are sending him victims? If they're making good money, get out of here. Who's making good money? The, the, if the murderer, if I want to murder somebody, and I'm like, give me somebody I could murder. Their name. This is an easy, an easy con. You know, I show up, I get them in my cab, I take them out to the woods, shoot them in the face. That's an imagination. Look, there are only one of two options. There's no option that ends in like, yeah, and then we had a picnic I, together. I, you see, my see, if I'm so I, I, you and I, I, I keep realizing you and I are two completely different people. Yeah, you lived in Bozier for a year. I was there for. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for a couple of years. Uh-huh. But yeah, I would have been like, I would have been, I, yeah, it's a lot. Probably been, <sighs> drunk off my ass, and been like. Yeah, 1600 Ryan, yellow cat. Oh, shit. Somebody hooked me up. Someone say, I'm at this comedy fest. Oh, yeah, it's them taking care of me. Where are we going, bro? Yeah, yeah, come on. I would have been like, where, where, where are we going, dude? I can't wait to see where this goes. You know what that means? That means you're optimistic. That means you have, like, yeah, you I'm, hope in It's the not good. that. I'm just adventurous. I'm like, I'm down, I'm down for an adventure. I'm down for a party. Like, let's go. Dude, I'm down for Who it, but knows? I want to be in control. Take, I yeah, I, I get that, too. I can't let some random yellow taxi cab driver in Anchorage, Alaska... Scare me into. I'm very trusting too. Yeah, I have none of that. I'm like, and I shouldn't be because of my years in Bozier. I was thinking about this um, very recently, probably because you were on the show, and I was thinking about some of my times in Bozier City, Louisiana. And I was a junior in high school. That's a. Fu- I was a fresh-faced little cutie. Are you kidding me? What I looked like when I was. 17? Man, I'd fuck me right now at that age. Is that a lot to say? There's say a, there's, it's not a lot to say. There is a lot to unpack. There is. <laughs> but so I, so it was, I was a junior, but at Parkway High School, it was only senior prom. So a senior had to, if you were a junior, the only way you went to a senior prom is if a senior asked you. Well, a little dime piece, shout out to Sarah, lost my virginity to you. You know, went, uh, she was a senior, invited me to her prom. So, I, mean, I was thinking about what a sociopath this guy was. So, <clears throat> I go with her and her best friend, who she was a little dime piece, too. What was her name? It doesn't fucking matter. Her date was a car salesman in Shreveport, and this dude was like 
23, something like that. And, you know, what's a, first of all, what's a 23 year old going out with a fucking, let's give her 18 in high school. And I guess legally on paper. Now we're just going to say creepy. But, but then again, this is. And it's a car salesman. That's two strikes. This is like 1996. 1996 in Louisiana. You know what I mean? Like, rules were different back then. This motherfucker. But it shouldn't have been because this dude's creepy. I'm thinking now thinking about it as a 42-year-old man. He's the one supplying booze. He's the one. Not only that, but so we go to prom, and I'm like, this dude's whatever. He's whatever. He's with us. I wonder what he's thinking. And we go somewhere uh, to a gas station, and him and I go to the bathroom, in the gas station bathroom. Hot. (laughs) (laughs) And so there I am, pulling my big no. And then so we get done, we get done pissing, and we're washing our hands at the sink. He goes, he pops a couple pills and has a couple in his hands and puts them out to me. I'm a, a child. I really am to this kid. You know what I mean? I just I don't know what these pills are. I go, oh, what are these? And I grabbed them. I took them. I had no idea what the fuck I took. I. You know what I mean? Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm so scared. Like, I'm scared for what I did now, thinking about back at that. I was just right. thinking about this story yeah. the other day. Like, what what was... It, I, I don't blame me because I am just that wild, adventurous dude. Oh, this dude's given to me. Whatever. Let's get fucked up. What does that mean? I'm just exploring consciousness and getting fucked up. Whatever. Like, throw it at me. But what was he doing giving a 16-year-old kid a couple of fucking pills in the bathroom knowing we're also drinking and about to drink. Yeah, the same thing he's doing by supplying an 18-year-old with booze that he wants to hook up with. It's like a power thing. It's like, oh, yeah, I want you to think that I'm cool. You know, I want you to, like, respect me and want me to be the, like, the one. You know, you you depend on me. I still think about that guy. Yeah, it's always creepy. That's why, like, dude, I've got... I've had too many stories of people that like I've had vague contact with that I was like, man, they seem a little off and they've always done some shit. Like I never that. thought about it. it to me. It was always it, to me. It was, he was that fun guy until recently when I've actually sat down and like process it and think about it. To me, it was like, Oh yeah, this dude gave me some pills. I got fucked up. Let me tell you, I got drunk. I got fucked up on pills that very next morning. I had a soccer game for my, for the high school for a, a big, important soccer game. I didn't even sleep. I slept two hours. I lost my virginity. Slept for maybe two hours. Went to that soccer game. Got a red card because I fought one of the kids on the team. Went home and took a long-ass nap and slept. <laughs> and then, I don't know. But I think, look at it fondly of that dude for a long, the longest time. But now I look at it like, what a sociopath. Right, yeah. Yeah, it takes uh, a, a certain level of perspective to be like, now that I'm teaching high schoolers, I see so much more of it. Like, that has given me so much more perspective. Like what? See? Just like the way, like the things So you that teach they, high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a crazy age. It's so much better. I Like, we volunteered at the elementary school the other day, and I was like, I want to die. Like, this shit sucks. I hate all these kids. They're oh. all so dumb, and they don't, you can't talk to them. Like, a high school kid, I can grab, and I can go, hey, man, what do you do for work? Like anytime I have a kid that's like acting up consistently, this is like my usual thing is I'll be like, what do you, you get a job? And they all do. Cause they're all like, it's just most of my students. And uh, they'll be like, oh yeah, I work at Sonic or whatever. Be like, man, how would you like it? If like every time you went to go bring somebody their food, somebody just rolled down the window and threw their drink at you. 
or just like called you a bitch, you know, or just talk shit the entire time. I was like, would you enjoy that? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well then stop doing it at my job. Like, leave me alone. You know, like I'm not, they do that to you. Well, no, what they do is like, they just act like assholes. And usually I'm doing this as a way they're treating other teachers badly. Okay. Cause nice. like, I'm kind of, you seem cool. I'm fine. You seem like it'd be a fine. Teacher I can also, I can also go a one-on-one with a kid and be like, this is not how this is going to go. You right. know, I'm not afraid of that where some right. teachers are. Okay. But I like, they don't realize cause I didn't realize when I was in high school, I was an asshole to my teachers. I never realized this is their job. This is not all the time we look at it different as a child you look at it different as this is my life yeah and you can't i don't look at it as a job right this is what i have to do i, I have go to be in here, here yep. and you look at it so differently and it becomes a you know kind of the present thing cool yeah that's why like you have to reason and you have to break the facade or at least i do where i'm just like hey man you gotta keep it real this is me at work and like this is also you at work. Like we, this can either go well or it can go poorly. And like, you are solely in charge of that. I'm sorry. You have to, I'm sorry. You have to come here and go through this. Right. And I'm sorry that I have to do it too, but let's just make the best of it. Yeah. And I'm always like, I'm never one to be like, they're like, I don't want to work with this person. It's like, I don't want to work with half of the teachers I work with. I'm not going to lie to them. They know. You know, they can see what it is. You remember the teachers that didn't like, I can't stand teachers. Most teachers I meet are insufferable. And what is like, that about? No, I think most Miserable? teachers. They most, just hate their job? No, 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 no. I think sometimes they love it too much in spite of how bad it is. Like they're, they're, they're wow. oblivious to how little they matter. You know, they, they matter in the sense of like you build relationships with people, but like nobody's going to. Hmm. They think that they are going to change the world, and because of that, they put too much on themselves, and they lose like the the bigger picture, which is like a one on one relationship with a student, where you get to be like, I see your value, I see what you're into, let's kind of like fun, you know, let's kind of push the flames on that. Mm-hmm. I've always said like teachers have the innate ability to take very complex or very simple things and make them complex. Okay, like it's. It's just so you talk to people and you're just like, man, y'all have no idea how kids work. You know, I was a bad student in high school. So like, I'm good at working with bad students. You were a bad student. The worst. And you became a, yeah, I became a comedian and then I became a teacher. (laughs) I became the comedian is the one. Yeah. I got interesting. I was in ISS every day in school suspension. I I, I know. I'm very familiar with ISS. My ISS teacher. She used to be Charles. What do you want to drink? You want to try this Jim Beam? I think you should try a sip. I won't give you a full shot. I've only been giving you a I'll shot. A yeah, just try it. I think it's. I think it's worth the. Uh, it's. It's worth it. I'm just gonna have a shot. Look at that. Look at that. That's just a taste, man. Just a taste. A nice you gotta go little... somewhere. Um, no. I've got. You got plans? Am I holding you up? No, you're not. Thank God. That's interesting that. Um, I flirt, I actually flirted with the idea of being a teacher. Also, my grandparents were teachers and I grew up loving. So I went to like, I went to three different high schools. I bounced around being a military brat and I always enjoyed PE because one, I'm an athlete and two, I don't like work and like, we didn't have to do school. It was just, 
fun time. It's just fun time. Yeah. It's, and a lot of times it was like, what I liked was, it was like, dude, these are just lazy coaches. They're like, yo, here's a ball. Go play. Go shoot hoops. Oh, maybe I'll teach you some pickleball or I'll teach you a game. But a lot of times it's just fun. Dodgeball. Like you do right. fun games. I loved it. I love dodgeball. I love crazy basketball. All the games you can come up with. And so for a minute I did flirt with being like a PE coach. Like I started going to college for it. And clearly I quit. Yeah, I wanted to be going to politics. That was always like what I wanted to do. Okay. But like political science is worthless. <laughs> philosophy is worthless. Like <laughs> it is, right? You ain't making yeah. no money at it. Well, not even that. It's fun but to just... wax philosoph- philosophically. I and I mean, I like this. I took those classes, you know. But like, I wanted to leave college with something that like qualified me for something outside of like high school. You know, mm-hmm. a, a poli sci degree is basically you graduated high school. You know, that's there's right. nothing to it. You can't get a job because you have that that you couldn't get with an education. Well, I think now poli sci got grad just uh, I guess a blue chart on blue check mark on Twitter. Barely. Not ha- and, that, and that's the lucky ones. Yeah. The, like I remember telling my debate coach I was going to go into poli sci and he was like you just want to be qualified to eat Doritos on your couch. Wow. He was like it's worthless. <laughs> Good like, for him. That and journalism. Good like, for you don't him. need a journalism degree. Well, no, not anymore. Okay. He, he he could see a little bit more. Nice. He was always a m- much more forward thinker okay. than a lot of people. But he was like, you don't need to do journalism. He was like, if you want to write, just write. And yeah. he was like, you'll figure it out. But so he was like, you know, find whatever qualifies you and then do that. So and like, you said, whatever, I'm still going to poli sci? No, I mean, I just did education. Okay. Because I was like, okay. okay, well, I can take poli sci classes. Oh, fun. I'm still working on campaigns. I'm still doing all the stuff on the side. But. If it never works out, I can at least teach okay. and make forty thousand a year with a retirement and benefits and be forty thousand. Yeah, I probably make forty six. Whoa, it sucks. Whoa. Yep. Whoa. Tough. Whoa. 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 I had no and that's idea. That's a good school. I moved from Missouri to Kansas. Got a ten thousand dollar raise. So when Get I was out teaching, of here. When I was teaching in the inner city in Kansas City. I was making thirty six thousand. Oh my god! No wonder of, our inner cities aren't learning anything. You can't expect you know the thirty six thousand dollars to be teaching anybody anything. Oh, and You're classes a of classes Get of thirty to thirty six. I, you know, dude. I mean, the classes I now oh, my classes wow. are like seven to ten. So, like, I get a one-on-one relationship with every single student that walks in my door. I get to know them. I get to know them. And what you're makes only making 40, 42 grand or 46. something? 46. I don't mind it because, like, I do no, comedy. No, I get it. I but, get, like, no, I, get I still it, think. In the grand scheme of things, too, for, for teachers out there. A bare minimum, 55 to 60. Just like, hey, that's entry level when you start. But the problem is there's no quality control. And, wow. like, you know. Yeah, it's not bad. That gym beam's pretty good. I told you. It's not but, bad, right? But yeah, man. Do you know how schools are funded? This is the big problem. This Lottery. is like the only... Th- no. Kind of. the Not even. Schools property are, taxes. And all of the property taxes go to the schools around that property. Right. That's why it's so expensive to live in Lee Summit. Well, yeah. And that's why the schools in Lee Summit have Macs, MacBooks, and... Uh, you know, like all these different technologies and equipments and facilities the best football that team a student around. in KCMO will never gain access to. So uh, the least summit kids already have a heads up advantage because they're surrounded by, 
you know, other families that Money. are successful. They're around it. It creates a culture of mm-hmm. this is what you do. They already have a leg up. So now you're taking all of that money, funneling it back into them, mm-hmm. and you're leaving inner cities with crumbs. And you're going, well, why aren't you doing enough? Why are you still hungry? And you're like, dude, you're not giving me fucking anything to eat. I mean, I was making no money. We had no AC half the time. Oh, we couldn't man. get any type of like all right, here's resources. My, it was I, I'm, crazy. I'm very ignorant to all this. Um, say I am a parent in the inner city and my child's going to that school. Can I say, hey, you know what? I want him to go to the Lee Summit West I want him to go out there and get that education. If can, you I, can, can I send him out there? If you can get uh, in Missouri, I don't think so right now. In Kansas, they're working on it. A lot of the times they'll say you can go to another school in the district. You just have to worry about transportation. So that's what I do right now. Like I, my student that lives with me. But how big are the districts? Are there multiple schools in a district? Yeah, so there will be like eight. To five to eight schools in a district. Wait, is, that, uh, is a district uh, a county? Uh, not always like in Jackson County. I think there's probably two school districts. Okay. Which would be, uh, KCPS, Kansas city public schools. And then, um, Hickman mills or whatever that is like a little bit further South, which I think is still Jackson County. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's like, so like in Shawnee mission, there are like seven schools. Oh, wow. And I am in the district for one, but I take my student to another school in Shawnee Mission. And I don't have to pay How much are, so if you're at a, wow, what is the the social dynamics like at some of these parent-teacher conferences? If you're a teacher making 42 grand and you're in like an affluent school at like a, like a Blue Springs or, uh-huh. or not, not a Blue, uh, Blue Valley. Oh, it's horrible. And you have like these millionaire parents out there with these kids what is that like awful i've i mean i've I've had friends that work in blue valley is miserable because like they they care so much they don't want to do any of the work but they care the parents what's being taught and what's happening but they also have all of their weird little religious affiliations that they're like oh my god dude anybody that makes money attributes it all to god and then is like well we got here because we were great sinners who never had premarital sex or drank or danced or anything like that yeah i mean uh, is it too late for us oh dude we look god god i'll put it all i'll throw do it you all away turn this podcast into a prayer circle yeah yeah, do yeah. Wanna, god yeah. look we won't give it all away listen as soon as we're done with dude, these if, bottles of knob creek basil hayden's and jim beam if you bless yeah. us with millions i'll tell people how bad it was when i drank this stuff <laughs> Dude, and I'll man. still drink it, but I'll tell people how bad it shouldn't. Dude, you go to those parent-teacher <laughs> conferences. All those parent-teacher conferences Fucking are like parents being like... What do we want next? Sorry, keep going. I am interested. No, 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 I'm no just, you're I'm good. I'm looking at the alcohol. Do you want to take yeah, a break yeah. real quick? If you got to. I don't got to, but, you know, I wouldn't mind. Go for it. Well, let's take a break. Uh, you don't have to stop anything, Charles. I'll just do this. It's either Netflix or Showtime. I believe it's Netflix. Dude, it is one of the worst Brendan pieces of stand-up comedy I've ever seen. It's trash. He was, yeah. And he has taken, Brendan Schaub we're talking about, uh, and he's taken a lot, a lot of heat for that. And I think the argument for him on his side is, what are you going to do, turn it down? Netflix comes up or Showtime comes yeah. up and offers you X amount of money to do 
a one hour special and even though you've, you've only been doing it for like two years, yeah. you think you got a full 40 minutes. Has or that been his argument? Cause that's a good argument. I want to say he, I, I want to say that's kind of his argument, but he's not admitting it's bad, but he's like, if they came to me and give me, what do you want me to do? Say no. I think that's his argument. Yeah. It's been a while since I've gone down that YouTube rabbit did. hole, but there is for all those out there listening, if you're interested in going down our YouTube rabbit hole, there's a Brendan Schaub rabbit hole that you can go down. Yeah. Cause then, you know, it's like, do it depends on what your goal is, right? If your goal is to be a great stand-up comedian, then the answer is, yeah, you wait, right? You assume that money will be there and you will continue to compound it. But if your goal is to make money, mm-hmm. then yeah, you've got to take the deal. And either way, just be upfront with it. And if you're only there for the money, you got to admit that material think, is hot garbage. Is I think hot. that's his goal. But I also think he's also which one uh, money and the other one. No I think way. he. I think his goal is to be a stand up. If he wanted to be a stand up, he wouldn't do so many podcasts. <laughs> he would do like but more he's, stand-up. But he's, he's touring. Is he now? Is he finally? He's been touring. He wasn't touring before the special, was he? He was like going on the road with like Rogan and them. I don't know about. I don't know if he was touring before his special, but I know now he does some tours. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm not saying he's good. Like I'm not. It's so hard to watch it. I I I gave up on him and Brian Callen. I gave up. I gave up on them uh, a while ago. Great call. Salute. What do you mean, Brian Callen? Just being like, he's done. Which is kind of unfortunate. I used to be a big fan of his, but <clears throat> I was I I was a Did you only I, like the podcast? I was only a podcast and I was a That's here, a th- Here's a I'm a I was a Brian Callen fan of Brian Callen being on, on Joe Rogan's podcast. I've been you got to remember, I've been listening to Rogan's podcast since it first came out. I was there in the beginning when all this shit before it blew up when there were all these small little comment comedians that are now huge. They yeah. weren't huge then. Tom Segura, nobody knew who Tom Segura Burt Kreischer was back then. Now they're blowing up. I was listening way back then. <clears throat> and I used to love like Brian Callen was one of my favorite reoccurring guests because him and Rogan are like best friends and they just had a good time. Like I like his humor. He's funny. He's just a, as he would say, he's a silly goose. And he is. He's just, so I I yeah. like that. But yeah, just somewhere. And then I started listening to Fighter and the Kid with Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub. And that was a lot of fun. I was listening to that for the first couple years. And then it just started getting bad. And then I just, I, I don't remember what turned me off exactly from it. But I just stopped. I was like, I think it was maybe when Brian, it was, it was slightly before Brian got canceled, quote unquote. Yeah. Before he got like too many charges. And- <clears throat> Dude, that's the problem with comedy is like... I don't know if he got charges. I just know he had accusations. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, allegations. But in the uh, in the comedy club world that's been around there for um, a little while, there's with so With Brian? Many. Yeah, 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 with a lot of people. I've heard that before. Will you tell me the ones with Brian? Oh, like, no, it's usually always like waitresses complaining about... Um, you talk to any green room waitress... What's a green room waitress? Green room is the waitress that serves the comics all weekend. Oh, so the green one that's room. Like oh, dedicated oh, 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 to oh, the green oh, room. Oh, okay. I didn't know they had that. Yeah. Okay. And they are, they're also doing other tables, okay. but they are. <clears throat> the green room. I got you. I got you. Waitress. That makes sense. Okay. I'm an idiot. And anytime you talk to them, you're just like, fuck. Like, you just like, you try and avoid conversations. I don't talk to anybody about people that I like 
because I don't need like anything. Kind you don't want of, any bad stories about him? I mean, I just I got no need for it. Like I get an, there's enough bad stories about everybody. Like I got a buddy of mine that like ruins everybody I like. Where it's like, oh yeah, I like this band. And he's like, you know that bassist one time molested a 13 year old, and oh, you're like, oh great, now I I loved this music before, <laughs> and I still have the problem of liking this music a lot. But now every time I'm gonna be like, this baseline's great. <laughs> but his actions were not <laughs> he's right. a bad person but like separate the art from the artist yeah you try as much as you can but like just having that thought in there can just you know it just kind of like oh man so any green room waitress i mean look man the the moral i think for a lot of comedians i think a lot of people are figuring this out same way with musicians or whatever is uh everybody's got a voice now mm-hmm. and if you're gonna get drunk every night at your work right and you're going to harass the people you work with eventually some of them are going to say things but they don't think it's harassing probably that's not that's never been the problem right like people at work have been getting in trouble for harassment that's the old uh that's my favorite line in community you ever seen community Mm -mm. community's so funny chevy chase plays pierce this like problematic old dude and like the first day of class, he's like <coughs> talking to Shirley, this older black lady, about how beautiful she is and how sexy she is and how much, you know, he just wants to like caress her. And then everybody's like, Pierce, you are sexually harassing Shirley. Huh? And it is upsetting the room. And then he goes, well, I'm was not sexually. Uh, why would I sexually harass? Why would I harass somebody that turns me on? Right. And they're like, that's the harassment. Like you can't. You can't just keep well, telling Shirley people. into it. No, yeah, <laughs> obviously not. Obviously you got a problem. Not. Well, and that's the thing like waitresses, you know, and that's for comedians. A lot of it is like, dude, you can't keep getting shit canned and doing that. Is that like, what Brian Callen was doing? There's like a lot of those stories. Dude, there's those stories about everybody and it's, it's upsetting. I want to hear like, them. Uh, dude, I don't want to say them. I'm not going to be the bearer. I've been ruined. Oh, no. So uh, no. I think, uh, no, there's Brandon, like, Brandon Patrick ruined some of my people. Yeah, no, I can't. I don't, I don't fuck around in that area because, you know, I've been banned from venues in Lawrence that people would say for a certain reason that I would definitely not agree with. Wait, you got banned? Yeah, like I'm not allowed at like, there's a place called Crystal Spot in Lawrence, Kansas that I'm not allowed at. Why? Because I just antagonized the crowd. I just like, it was yelling at them and making fun of them and. What's wrong with that? I made them boo me. I made them boo me out of the venue. Like I got like. Why? What'd you say to them? What, oh, what's dude, wrong with I mean, it? I was, was just, just doing K- my You don't act. like KU fans? No, man. I just didn't like. It was a poetry crowd, and it was a Lawrence crowd, which is like an overzealous white liberal crowd. You know, the hoity-toity. They're the ones whose mom and dad have money to go to <clears throat> KU. Okay. But they want to be on the right side so much that they're on the wrong side. You know what I'm talking about? Like Uber the, left. Uber, Uber, Uber left. Far left. But like. like Purple hair. But also just. Nobody wants to fuck them. Not even. It's like Twitter. It's like you're just arguing with Twitter. It's like you're just in a room full of Twitter. Okay. And like you're doing stand up comedy, which is not a Twitter thing. You know, it's not it's not for Twitter. And like not enough characters. Dude, it was it followed a poetry reading. The first thing that happened was I got on stage and I was like, how's everybody doing tonight? Nobody says anything. Whoa. Great crowd. You guys ready to laugh tonight? Nobody's paying attention. And I was just like, oh, is everybody sad? Oh. And then I was like, was it the poetry? You know, thinking that that would get would like. Said, was there a school? That's a funny, that's a decently funny line. How about the, can I try? I'm just off the top of my head. I would have been like, 
oh, was there a school shooting somewhere? Right, yeah, and then they would have been like, yeah, that's... I'm bringing them down. They with probably me. would have been like, "Yeah, there was, and that's why we're upset." That's we right, just, there was. My Rebecca just wrote a poem about it. Yeah, <laughs> the bullets they fly, <laughs> the children they die, the backpacks bleed, <laughs> the police we need. That would have been great, but instead, it was like this lady. As like, was it the poetry that Majel said? And this chick that's in the front row, she's got to be like. 21 22 mm. just like white blonde chick oh. and she goes uh no it was the comedy that made us sad it was the comedy and i was like well I, we just started <laughs> so that means you were sad to begin with that's probably why you wore norts and an oversized shirt out on a friday night uh you're not happy <laughs> like you're not and like in any other room in any comedy room that crushes yeah. Right, like that, just like that'll be a funny line, and in that room, everybody saw me yelling at a uh, uh, sweet little white lady. Oh, okay. About how poetry sucks, <laughs> which I've got poet friends. Right, I've been to poetry readings that I was like, "That's really good." I love poetry, in but the forms of it's hip-hop. poetry is the same as improv comedy, is the same as stand is is the same as stand up, where it's like there's a lot of bad too. Right. There's a whole lot of bad. Right. And any bad can spoil a lot of the good. And like mm-hmm. poetry, you sh- you should be able to make fun of, but they did not. It's a safe space. Steven. Yeah. Then it's I started space, talking about space. race just to bother them. Nice. Yeah, I was really, really just giving it up my all to really bomb. At one point, I started fake crying during the, sta- the set. Yeah. Because, I mean, they were booing. So, and I was like, you know you're booing. You know you're... <clears throat> would you consider this a bomb? This is the worst bomb. Is this the a bomb? second bo- worst bomb I've ever had. Is this a bomb because of the room or because of you? Like, what do you blame this bombing on? Both. Now, as a comedian, I could have got that room... You think so? ...around. You think y- so? Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 90% sure. Okay. Different ways that I could... But it would have been... I would have been, it wouldn't have been as bad is what I'll say. Okay. Could I have gotten them around to pay attention? Maybe. Would I have gotten booed out of the venue? No. Um, but is there, a, okay, so was there a point, was there a point at all you thought you could get them back? Or did you immediately know? Or like, was, I mean, after that first, like the first leap in is a, you know, like I do a backflip, I do a backflip off the diving board and the diving board breaks, right? <laughs> is like me and you land on your stomach <laughs> roasting the lady and it just being a total bomb immediately. Uh-huh. Um, and then from that point on, you know, my, my goal was to get their attention. I didn't even care if they liked me or not. I just wanted them to stop talking to each other. Yeah. And you can do that through saying, can you please stop talking? which they won't listen to. Can you please shut the... F- you can get angry, right. and then they're not going to listen to yeah. that. Or you could start talking about race relations in America. Oh, nice. And I chose option <clears throat> C. <laughs> and, like, you know, I make jokes about my kind of really conservative family, friends, people I grew up with in Louisiana, and some of their problematic views. But if you're not listening, you hear this accent espouting problematic views nice right it's almost like listening is a key component to a discourse and a conversation right that that would be a big part of it so when you're not listening they're to hearing up, they're listening for the stereotype yeah and they're and hearing, all they're hearing is that they're hearing what they want to hear right. that it's not jokes that it's 
real life and something that I'm you don't like, you know you you say that a few times I've I've heard you mention a few times that you, you say how you sound coming where you you don't sound like you come from Louisiana you don't sound like you're not from Kansas City like you don't your accent isn't like that thick and crazy yeah I don't think on have you ever you've seen me on stage a couple of times I I've been talking to you for a few hours now right so on stage it elevates on like, purpose it's okay if it is. I, the thing is that I don't know that it is. It's like an look. I'm, I'm, when I'm on, when I'm on other podcasts, I play it up. Right, I go hard in the paint. Right, but I think for me, it's like there is so much of my stuff is like autobiographical. It's like me talking about myself and my life that like putting it into another little character or persona that is not. That's at least me on stage. Maybe it's not like me as a human being. Okay. I like ham up. I try and play the idiot a little bit more because than, you're okay. Cause you are I think a comic, you're a comic, you're funny. a comedian. You do have to embellish. You have to exaggerate probably a little bit. So, okay. It's an art. So maybe throwing a few things. That, okay. I'm sorry. I'm thinking this through my head. This makes sense. You're just selling it as, you know, it's like the, yeah. the guys from always sunny. Uh, if you ever watch always sunny in Philadelphia, no show, makes, no show makes me laugh harder. So great show, but they'll all tell you that their characters and Seinfeld did this too, where it was like, they are just us like, and certain parts of us times 10. Yeah. And this is the end that movie with, uh, <clears throat> I want to see James Franco and Seth Rogen. I need to see that one. That's Thank one you for my, telling me the name. Of I it. really love that movie. Uh, as a comedy movie, it's one of my last. I've been I've been looking movies. for that movie for years. Yeah, you should watch it. It's I on know. Amazon Prime. Been, it's it so it's so funny. I, um, but like they even say like it's just us amped up to ten. I love that. And I've always found that stuff funny. And I can't do that's me on other podcasts, Charles. Yeah, that's <laughs> me times. That's me amped up to ten. Everybody loves Ross. Go see me amped up on 10. Dude, you gotta, I mean, and you kind of, I don't know. For me, I just like not being completely me on stage. I don't want to be, sometimes I can just be like chill and low key and right. hang out and talk. And I can do that a little bit on stage, but. Do you, huh. you got to ham it up. So I like playing the idiot. Do you still do stuff? Are you still like a, a barrel of the bottoms? Yeah, we're doing stuff all the time. We're doing stuff. Are you like you run that st- like is yeah. that your thing? Okay. Yep. Do you do open mics? Uh we do one a month now which is improvised stand up. I run an open mic at the 403 club in KCK every Monday. So oh. tomorrow I'll be doing that every Monday at 8 p.m. pinball, darts, and then we do comedy through that. It's a lot of fun. We it have is? Like, yeah, we usually How many have people like, how many comics show up? Usually Could I like, show up and get in? Yeah, anytime. Usually we have like eighteen to twenty four comics. What do I need? Five minutes? Yeah, you could do three. You could do two. Nobody cares. I know that, but wh- how much do I get? You get five. That's yeah. what I always try and tell people is like five is the maximum. You don't have it to is go for five. Not yeah. <clears throat> so many comics get up there and they do the same shit every week and it's like I mean I you I was guilty That's of that I for noticed. so long. That's what I noticed when I went. I was going because I was doing them for a little bit at the Rhino. I don't know if they still do it, but this was pre-pandemic, and I didn't know much about comedy. And I would go up there and a couple weeks in a row and be the same dude doing the same jokes. I was like, oh. Sometimes you got to work them, you know. It's no, like, and I understand that. But it's I like go going to the there. gym where it's like sometimes you do push-ups that many times that often, right? That way, you know, you're getting the timing or whatever down. But I was guilty of it where it's like. 
I just do the five minutes. I don't have anything I'm working on. I'm just going to rehash these things to kind of get it down. Get dialed see what in the feeling. crush yeah, it. Yeah, right. Where it's like, this joke's going to work every time. But it's like, yeah, I think we've. Do you write, when you come up with your jokes, do you write shit down or do you work on state? Like, how do you come up with your material? Uh, it's It's like a ton of different ways. I wish it was more like writing stuff down. I wish I was more disciplined in like. I'm going to sit down and write. Anytime I've sat down and and written, I've come up with like at least a few jokes that I'm like, those are funny. You know, if I do, if I spend like an hour, but I never want to do that. So usually I'll just like think of something funny in my head Work and go on. to tweet it. And then instead of tweeting it, I'll save it as a draft because huh. I just don't send anything out. I get, I just like save it. And then I'll take that to an open mic and try and like get to that point. Like just try and work to it and then hmm. write that down if I find things or Okay. Yeah. It depends. Sometimes I'll write things like I'll have been, a yeah. I'll have a joke and I'll joke about it and then I'll write down the whole thing and it'll be like kind of how I tell it. And then that improvised stand up mic, you know, you get five minutes and you draw three topics. Oh, where's that at? You're telling me. That's at that the barrel. Was... Yeah. That's one yeah. of the ones that we do. And so you just That would be fun. I would like It's that. a lot of fun. It's really When, when it's, do you do that? It's like I think they're doing it every something Tuesday. Like every second Tuesday or something. They're moving it to a, a just a monthly show now. Could I get in on that somehow? Yeah, it's 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 free sign. Everything we do is All right. free well, sign. Look, you're I want a little bit of special treatments because you're on my podcast we got a little friendship look can i get a little go, preferential you treatment just last. Like, oh. all right you won't go last that's I've all had, i'm asking i got people i fucked that go 25th <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> delete you know, that from you the podcast can't, you can't you can't well, who's well, now i can't wait to go see who's 25th uh-huh it's gonna be all well, hold it you stick it in <laughs> <laughs> it's all different people every single night <laughs> every 25th person is uh-huh. always is that your number and yeah every 25th that's person the <laughs> but uh yeah is it man, always it's, female it's always no uh, i like it's that always, go on it's always uh free sign up it's always free game um you could do whatever you want especially at that improvised stand-up mic on those i've done bits would you help me with a five minutes if i came up with like a little five minutes would you like help me tighten it up like hey, tweak a little bit like here do this do this blah blah if you send a joke but usually like not any a joke it, just like anytime you send it like you would have to record it the first time and then send it usually it's like you got how about it. you watch me yeah you got to do it on stage i would always yeah. you watch me and then i think new comics need to do that more if if any like what they need to say is like hey will you watch me do this yeah set? will you watch me if i come yeah, out yeah, and if do, anybody will you watch me, me and then tell me like anytime let's do it yeah I do that all the time. All right. And then it'll be like, hey, that was bad. That was. I don't want that. I want, here's what you can change. It's yeah. not going to be that bad. No, I, no, bad. no. What I'm saying is like, you'll, you, you'll get, I'll, I'll be honest with you no matter what. Well, that's like, how you get better. I've said it to some comics where like, they'll go up and they'll do like. Who takes some, it the worst? Can I guess? New comics in general. Really? Yeah. Dude. See, I would expect the, the person that would probably take criticism or like, if you're trying to help them out bad. Will be someone like a Brandon Patrick. Oh, well, like older comics, yeah, because they're like, <laughs> yeah, you don't do that. They're never like, hey, can I get help with this? Uh, sometimes I'll be like, hey, help me with a joke. What do you think I could do right. with this? But yeah, new comics, they have they have the optimism of you getting into a yellow taxi cab, right? They have anything is possible, and my life is an adventure. And at any about. moment, any in. scout could be in this open mic, and they could see me, and tonight could be my big break. And so 
you know, they really get bright eyed and bushy tailed. And when you give them any type of reality check of, no, I'm like, I've been doing this for like six years and I go out four to five nights a week. And like, there's not a lot of breaks in that, you know, and you're just churning away at the mountain until it fucking gives way. Uh, yeah. You've been, have you been going at it for six years? Are you, except for the pandemic, like the first year, you're, you're about a six years in and you're a, a a teacher. Mm -hmm. So like you're in this grind. How old are you? 32, 29, 29. So I got like a a little bit of a window left. I got about six more years. Why? Well, because 35, I think, is like, that's like when I've been hoping to. 35 is another. Oh, you got so much. I, I don't know. I Like, I what, what do I know? But as far, like, I've listened. This is my knowledge. For, take it for what it's worth. Uh, to as many, po- I've listened to a shitload of podcasts all for years and years and years. So I have like this podcast knowledge and a lot of it is with stand-up comics. Yeah. And they all, it's all boils down. It's 10 years. It takes 10 years. To right. Exactly. You shouldn't even do your first special until you're like 10 years in. That's what I'm waiting. I'm really debating that. I think that's an old way of thinking. And I have, I to, do too. I'm I think, about to record at six years in. Cause I think I'm ready. I go out and I do an yeah. hour and it's like comfy and I'm proud of it. Yeah. And so I think, you know, things eventually speed up over time, but yeah, I agree. That is like a thing that people don't realize is like, I think it takes six to seven years to be, it used to take seven years to be funny, 10 years to like make it a career. Yeah. Whereas now I think it's closer to like seven, eight, man, it might still be seven years to be funny. I could like come back here in two years and be like, yeah, man, my shit sucked. Right. You know, I've done I'm that. sure you will regardless. Yeah. I've done that about everything, but like everybody, every comic does looks back no matter what. I'm like, Oh, like the, my shit three years ago I was like, I, I could have put a couple tags here. I had too many tags here. I well, could have tightened this up. Like Being present and in the moment. Like, there's a comic I know, and this is what's hard for a lot of us is like. I look at that like podcasting, too. I, I still feel like I need to put in some years. Yeah. Like, I'm four years in now. Uh-huh. Nice. Keep <clears throat> the consistency is the most amazing part. The fact that it's still, con- not consistency, but the continuity. The fact that it's still going. It really, I don't think about it. But sometimes I do, and when I do, I'm like, dude, I, I deserve a pat on the back. Yeah, it's I, like I can pat my like. I have gone been going really hard for four years, like getting all kinds of different crazy, like different guests and getting them on. It's not fucking easy. No, it's 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 and it's. I mean, even just setting aside the time to do something. But that's not the point. The point is, I feel it takes. Yeah, it's gonna take. I'm I'm like hoping. What is it going to take me? Like, how long is it going to take for me to do something like that? Six, seven, eight years, you know? Well, and then what I've realized is I just have to be happy even if it doesn't. You know, I'm, I love, yeah, that's I the love point. the grind. I, yeah. like, dude, I'm going on the road this summer for two months straight. I love that. I'm like, not, I've got like places that I'm going to be like in North Carolina with some family, okay. in Kansas City with some family, in Louisiana with some family for a little bit. But for the most part, I'm just like, driving the entire time and like i'm it's it's been exhausting booking it but it's like i just i fuck i like that i'm not going to be making any money you're a one-man show are you like man your own manager your own yeah, booker yeah, yeah, yeah. scheduler just, all that yeah you're just hitting up people you're mapping it out and trying to figure out where you can go when and 
I've got like a like... bachelor party in Vegas and a retreat in Denver that I've had to like. Oh my god! Map around and get back to and... Wait, a bachelor party that you're performing at. No, it's or, like my friends. Yeah, I was like, oh, but you then got I'm hired. gonna be in Vegas, so I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna stay and do shows for like three or four days. So yeah, I'm doing like, oh, cool. I'm gonna stay and do shows there, and then where at? Where at? And when? I love Vegas. I don't even remember where they're at. Most of it's not like the casinos or oh, the concerts. Sure. It's, it's like the same thing you would in get Henderson or something. Yeah, or the same thing you would get here, where it's like a music bar. It's like, oh, on Monday nights we do, because Vegas, the cool thing is you can do, it's the same as Chicago, where like you can do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and you're still having a good show because there's so many people that are tourists or want to come in and do something. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're there on a Monday night or a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night. And if the talent's good, which like in Chicago it is, you know, I'm on Tuesday night shows Vegas there. it better be. Uh, no yeah okay. you know, i mean maybe who knows i know some great comics out of vegas but i also know some like brant tobler he's out of denver now what he, uh, but I he wonder was if he was doing comedy vegas was that's he where doing, he started was he doing comedy in vegas i believe that's where he started i yeah, bet it yeah. was but yeah so. jocelyn sharp out of vegas and uh shanna christmas maybe it was new york but i think i know he did some vegas and he's done stuff but vegas so like i'm interested to see how that is but like that i you know, I go out to Mike's all the time. I like the shit. You know, I don't need a ton of sleep. I get like six, six hours, and I'm. I'd love, yeah. Six is six is good for me. That's it. I'm I'm all right at six, and so as long as I'm home by midnight, I'm all right. Okay. And then when I go on the road in the summer, I just fucking. That's the cool thing about being a teacher. As a comic, you got all summer, all summer. to go do. Are you gonna do any spots? In Shreveport or Bossier. Mm-hmm. When? I always do those on Monday, Tuesday, because I can sell them out. Oh, really? And I get all the money for I it. thought, I, I have, com- do you ever, do you ever have conversations with other people, but in your head? I think sometimes, where I think that they were real and happened, or. No, no, I'm like, just, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I like, then, I'm yeah. going to have this conversation with this guy or like, you know what? If this guy says something, this is what I'm going to say. Right. And then like, I'll, this is how I know I'm crazy. How many fights I've gotten in with people uh-huh. <laughs> before I got to the house and then it never happened. They're like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. I'm sorry about that one thing. I'm like, Oh, no big deal. When I'm like steaming the whole, yeah, he thinks he fucking, uh-huh. you, know, I, you think I didn't know you He's took gonna... my last fucking chicken nugget yep. out of that. You think I know you bro. I'm sorry about that chicken nugget. I was stoned and I just needed it. Like, oh, Oh, dude, that's cool, man. But the whole way I'm like, he's going to say this. I'm going to say, what do you mean? You didn't know about the chicken nugget. Bitch, I know you knew about I have this conversation in my head. That's how I know I'm crazy. Yeah, you're just planning it out. And then as soon as they go <laughs> off the beaten path. <laughs> it's that's not what, even that. Dude, it's like a comedian planning out crowd work. It's like, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to say this joke. This person's going to yell at me. And then I'm going to be like, do you fuck your yeah. father with that mouth? And yeah. Then you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I've never, never and, works. And so I had this conversation with you in my head recently. I was like, I wonder if like. Maybe he'll go down to Shreveport Bozier and do like a thing and maybe I can come down there with him. I'll open up with him for like five or seven minutes and do and we'll just have like this whole fun like I could do that. I'm looking for a vacation. Like we could do some fun, weird shit like that. Dude, like, I wonder it. if that'd be cool. Yeah. No, it'd be uh easy to hang, easy to make happen. Like I could bring some old like high school people that I went to high school with, but like, yo, I'm gonna be down there. Like Steven's gonna be there. You guys don't know him probably, but yep. you're gonna know him. I'm trying to do uh, Shreveport and then like either Rustin or Alexandria or maybe Monroe. I don't want to do Monroe or Tyler. I gotta find something around that area. Oh, Tyler. 
I just know more people in like Rustin and Monroe. Minden. Oh, fuck. I hate Minden. <laughs> I don't miss. Every time I go back, I'm just like, God, this stuff. I love the people down there. There's so many people that I love down there. But anytime you go back, you're just like, I would man. seriously do something like that. Like, I would seriously cut out some time. Dude, it, I'm going. So, like I said, I go on Monday, Tuesday. That's the only. I, that's perfect I come for back me. Up from, I can take those days off of work. I don't have my kids on yep. Monday, Tuesday. I come back from Austin on like a Sunday, and then I'll do. It'll be me and Naylor probably. And we'll do. Aaron uh, Naylor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that name. He and I went on tour last summer. So I was probably talking about that. But. Uh, I've seen him. He's before. been around for a while. I've seen him before. And he's hilarious. He's yeah. got some of my favorite jokes of all time. Not even like in Is Kansas he City. Joe Nunning? Joe Nunning's roommate, room, brother, yeah. friend. Yeah, okay. Soul partner. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. It's doing those shows on Monday, Tuesday down there. Shreveport turns out. They like. And they've been supportive. All right, I want. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Come on, well, let's fucking do it. I Come will. On. I'll. You know, we'll do it after the pod. I don't know when. And it's I'll podcast be. down there. We can do. I don't know. We can some, come up with something fun. At least me doing five minutes and opening you guys up and introducing you. Right. That'd be fun. I can right. come up. I tell you, I'm confident enough. I can get five, five to ten minutes. I'm working it up. See me, Charles. I'm working it up soon. I'm going to take it over and have an hour long show. Being the headliner. <laughs> yeah, like July 25th. Put it down. Okay. July 25th. I'm putting it down. I'm putting it down. Louisiana, you guys will probably see me. That will be fun. Charles, you want to go down too? Yeah, I'm down. Shoot some shots out down there? Heck yeah. Do a little rap video down there with some fucking alligators and some uh, gumbo? Go to Gator and Friends. Alligators and gumbo. Dude, let's come up with a song called Alligators and Gumbo. In a skit, and you got to fight Ludacris for the <laughs> rights to it. No, Ludacris, Ludacris isn't from Louisiana. You got to fight someone. Yeah. You got to find fight Master P or Mystical. I bet Ludacris still has a song about alligators or gumbo for sure. I would put that on almost anything. Really, alligators or gumbo? Yeah, I don't know. He's Atlanta. I shouldn't say about. Oh, but rapping about it. Yeah. I got you. Hey, you might. Yeah. He might mention it. I wonder. Oh, well, that's the test out there. The internet. Does Ludacris have any kind of lyrics referencing alligators and or gumbo? Charles. Charles. Get on it, young Charles. It's the easiest Google search history of all time. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, where can people find you right now there? At still at formerly Fat Steven. There it uh, is. Are Twitter. you running for uh, best local comic or anything like that? Are you no. pushing for anything like that right now for anything? No. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta ask. What's uh, going on right uh, now? Are they doing it? Uh, Kansas City Magazine just wrapped up their best of nominations, nominations. and then uh, the Kansas City People's Choice Award, which is a bunk award, is going through their nominations right now. However, all of that shit does matter and count. If you're on their KC People's Choice Awards, go on there and nominate. Uh, the Asan Assassin for Best Local Rapper. That'd be cool. And <laughs> Steven Taylor for Best Local Comic. <laughs> I love saying that they are bunk, they are terrible, but also, please nominate us, <laughs> please. I Is it, uh, who won Best no Comedian there? No Alligators and Gumbo? No Alligators and Gumbo, baby. I'm telling you, we got over. a fucking hit, bro. We got a hit. 
Yeah, come up with some shit right now. As soon as, we're, as soon as we're done with this podcast, we're freestyling. We're coming up with an alligators and gumbo. What'd song. you just say? I don't even like gumbo like that, though. You don't like it like rapping? Gumbo's my favorite thing Have to you eat. Ever had? He ain't never had no real gumbo. He's from Kansas City. Did you get gumbo from here? Yeah, jazz. I might have. From no, jazz? I'm just. No, not from dad. Dude, I will fucking fight everybody that has ever laid foot. On that establishment. We just claims, had this conversation last claims time. Claims ownership, dude. <laughs> Fuck Jazz of Louisiana Kitchen. If you're listening to this and you work with Jazz of Louisiana Kitchen, if you ever want to sponsor this podcast, take it back right now. It's not worth it. Do not sell out to Jazz. God, dude, that <laughs> we place called fucking it, sucks. Well, no, we talked shit on them last time you were on the I podcast, know. and I called it, they call it Jazz A Louisiana Kitchen. I said it should just be called Jazz A Kitchen. Right. But I, I not even then. Again, I think I said the same thing last time. It's not even a good kitchen. It's like not even that it's a bad Louisiana kitchen. It's like if you gave me, me this at so- a friend's house, I'd be like, dude, your mom, your friend's mom sucks at cooking. Like Man, she's a bitch. She, tell her to order pizza next time. Yeah. She's fucking bad at this. Yeah, the whore. Well, let me tell you something. One, I did just go into Jazz, a Louisiana kitchen, the one on uh, 39th Street down there in Midtown. Mm-hmm. And there was no, only because there was nowhere else open and I wanted some seafood. And it had been a long time. And in our conversation, I was Uh like, I want to go and just, I got to go. Let me just see what jazz is like. It's been 15 years since I've been. And I went in there and sat down. It was just as awful as I remember as far as the decor and the the ambiance. But I got myself in in the mood, in the vibe, if you will. And I was like... This actually is like if you take yourself out of we're in Kansas City right now and put yourself in somewhere else, the inside of this does look very much like a Louisiana, like a Shreveport restaurant being a gumbo restaurant. Mm -hmm. The inside does give you that feel. Mm -hmm. And I looked over the menu and I was like, I I don't trust the gumbo. I don't trust the etouffee. I don't trust the, the, the tilapia and none of the I was like, so I was like. I'll get, I want some crawdads. I'll give me some mud bugs. And I know they're not going to be fresh. I know they're probably frozen, but still, you can't really fuck that up. So I got me yeah, like a pound of mud bugs. And they were, they were fine. Wait, like, for, like the ones that you break the tails off of? Broke the tails off, sucked the head, bit off the tail. They were fine. How long has it been since you've had... It's been a, it's been a minute. I'm offended. I'm like, I, like this I is, know. Look, I was like, is, honestly, I, I, I said I, it was I fine. I said it was I fine. I was giving you so many <laughs> benefits to the doubt. I was like, oh, he's gonna say he got shrimp po' boy or he got like fried shrimp, oh. and it was okay. You got real crawfish. They're probably frozen. That they said were boiled. I they're. I don't know what they said. I they just gotta said, say it's boiled. You can't cook them any other way. You yeah. can't be out there Look, like there was no potatoes, there was no corn, there was no shrimp, just, there was no sausage in it. I know it, but I could take myself out and accept. I can't find a mud bug this side. Uh, the only place I can find a crawdad is a Chinese re- buffet. I'm not fucking with that. Honestly, but jazz. I'm like, I can, I can, I can get some of the the Cajun seasoning on my lips. I'm. In the deepest part of my soul, upset. Has it been that long for me? It's been that long for oh, me. Oh, yeah. It's been no, that long for there, me. There's no way. Oh, my God. I've gotten soft. Dude, you got to have, when you come down, we'll go to Crawfish Palace in July. 
Which like crawfish season is like coming up I'm booking up now. this shit. Let's fucking go. Yeah, We're doing it. But this. we'll do like crawfish palace and uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. We're there's going. Just, We're there's just there's no way. I'm I got, going. Listen, again, if you work for Jazz, I I don't care what Ryan just said. Fucking fuck off. I'm not I believe you. I believe you. I'm not I'm suggesting saying, it. If, I'm just saying this, that's what I got and I said it was fine. If you get a sponsorship from Jazz, I, won't. I will never I won't accept come it. back here. I jazz, will never. Fuck you, jazz. <laughs> fuck you, Jazz. Unless they give you like a whole lot of money and then I'll talk, come back. But I'll still talk shit. We did shit. say earlier that selling out is like, fine if you're like the roots. Right. You know? I'll be like John Oliver talking about AT&T. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, fuck AT&T. <laughs> that I'm is sorry. my favorite bit that any late night host does where John Oliver is just like, AT&T sucks. They're trash. And they're like his number one sponsor for HBO. I've I, I, That's such a cool bit to me. Okay. I don't know anything about it. He's HBO's only, you know, they have their sales. They're not doing commercials, so they have like sponsors that pay okay. to like get some type of advertisement here and there. Again, with the late night TV with you, are you like? Is that maybe a secret goal of yours to be a, a late night host? No, I would like You're really to, into this. Today. Well, dude, honestly, I've been watching a lot of Craig Ferguson clips because I miss late night. I, like I used to like Craig Ferguson was a real good comic. Like I heard stories of him where he would go. To like a, a comedy club in like Topeka or Wichita, mm-hmm. and see like some dude that he liked, and was like, "Yo, come open, like come on the fir- come on my show and open for like two three minutes or something like right. that." Right? Like, he yeah, was a cool yeah, dude. He, like he was a cool dude like that, but he was also like so damn funny. Like, oh yeah, dude, he's hilarious. He was and the quickest like yeah. he, just, he never missed, and he always had the craziest bit. You watch that show. If you go back and you Big do little stoner too, dude, yeah. YouTube rabbit hole for Craig Ferguson okay. is one of my favorite things on the planet. Like I'm doing get, it. If I get high, sorry, if I get drunk, there is a yeah, 99% like that. chance that I'm just watching a Craig Ferguson clip right now. Hell yeah. Of like, he's got like eight, eight interviews with Robin Williams and those two together. Oh, it's like, dude, I forgot all about this. I would, I would watch it a couple of times when I was a kid, but I never really like, you know, got it. I didn't understand it. And now as an adult coming back to it, that's why YouTube's so cool. That is fun. That is a really good point. And there's, I, I didn't get reminded about something like that. Until just yesterday, I was walking, watching a documentary, a Nickelodeon documentary, on when Nickelodeon was like the shit in the 90s. You know, when Nickelodeon was like the orange, the orange is, is like Nickelodeon. Yep. And I watched a documentary, and it brought such nostalgic feelings and all that stuff back. And I forgot where I was going or saying. Can you watch that on YouTube? Yeah. You got to get Paramount Plus now. YouTube. You know what? I had such a good. St- I was going with someone with some fucking. Hmm. Well, I guess that's done. I'm done for the podcast. I can't go on. If I go. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you go out with a bang. Sometimes you go out with a. I can't. Well, you know what, guys? <laughs> Steven, let's end it here at that. Let's. Look, uh, we really did it. We did it. We're hung over, and we. I th- I think we I think we were entertaining. I, I think I've rallied. Because I enjoyed myself. This was a good time as always. Uh one time we'll get through a podcast episode without a semi debate breaking out. We always have like just the inkling of one oh. and then we move past it. Who I didn't get to give you like a good country artist this time. I 
We'll have to do Who that. Who was the racist guy that you told us about last time? I was bringing that up. Who was the years. country artist I told you about <laughs> last time? <laughs> what was that guy's name? David Allen Coe. David Allen Coe. Okay, that's who it was. We were... I, I was telling, I was like, he was asking who was on the podcast today. I was like, oh, you remember, blah, blah, blah. Go, he's he's the one that brought up that one racist singer. Uh-huh. I go, I can't remember his name. And that, that David Allen Coe. David Allen Coe. Fuck, yeah. Next up, Sturgill Simpson. And you get into Sturgill Simpson. Turtles all the way down. Yep. Yeah, I like I like Sturgill Simpson. Do you? He's not racist, is he? No, he's great. Okay. What, is he? No, he's great. Okay, I didn't think he was. He's so good. I've listened, he's he's more of like a, he's I'm doing most, psychedelics and thinking about like the world and, and and humanity and like what 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 it means being a humans like shit, right? Yeah. Well, and he also he like protested outside of the CMAs because he didn't get nominated. The same year, he got nominated for a Grammy for best album and best country album. The CMAs didn't nominate him at all for Sailor's Guide to Earth, so he sat outside of the CMAs. Uh, with an acoustic guitar open and the case open and he busked outside of the CMAs with a shirt that said Trump is a fascist, which like, I think that he's like an anarchist kind of dude. Like he doesn't give a fuck about any of it, but I think that was more of a protest to like the CMAs and like Nashville being like pro very, Trump. very pro Trump, very conservative. Oh, I never thought about that, but I guess they are. Nashville, okay. Yeah, Nashville country, yeah. Any of the mainstream radio stuff? You know, I I pay a lot of attention to people who are are anti-Trump because it kind of drives me wild to be, not not to be anti-Trump, but but to be crazy anti-Trump. And it is, and I've spent a little bit of time of also been wondering, like, what are these people that are like so pro Trump or they treat him as a God. I just, I don't understand both those sides. I just don't understand it. I, I get again, like Jimmy Fallon. There's a lot of things I don't understand. Yeah. I, and then maybe it's not for me. My brain is broken and that's why I drink whiskey. Bye. Yeah.